0: You may think this show is wild, but you ain't seen nothing yet. Aang seeks out an ancient being hoping to set up a collab between him and some powerful forces, sure to bring a spirited fight back in the physical world. The Fire Nation leader is up to something fishy though, and takes the moon down. Zhao, could he do such a thing? It's the season one finale on Gotta Recap. everybody at last it is time to discuss episode 20 the final episode of season one of avatar the last airbender nick Montagani here with brendan riley brendan we made it we did it that's it that's all of the avatar that's all the avatar there is to discuss if you want to split it up into thirds (laughs) yeah you know that i do which is a weird way for me to describe how the structure of this show works, but there's no going back now. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. We're here on the season finale of the first season of Avatar The Last Airbender. We're pretty excited about it. I honestly, you know, Brendan, we've been doing this podcast together for over two years mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't foresee a situation in which we would have made it through an entire season of Avatar The Last Airbender. I didn't think you I didn't think you had it in you. Uh, Well, I will admit sometimes I'm not paying too much attention or I'm watching it in fast forward. But it's been a it's been a fun ride so far for the most part. I won't push you too far in this episode intro to comment on that. (laughs) and your your deep dark feelings about the show. I'll say I didn't even know I had it in me to do you've this. You've seen it a million times. So I've seen it so much and when even before we started doing our Samurai Jack podcast, uh, we wanted to record like a sample, like a test episode so you you and me could kind of figure out the format of the show. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And I think I had suggested to you, let's just watch Avatar, the first episode of Avatar, and we'll discuss that. And that will be like our test. And then I started doing that and watching it and trying to take notes. And I was like, I can't talk about this show. I've seen it too many times. I have nothing left to say. Yep. Yep. And how do you feel? You You don't feel that way anymore? No, I feel like I've come around on it a little bit. Maybe it took samurai jack a show that i had watched but was not so intimately familiar Mm -hmm. with Uh, maybe it took going through all of that to kind of learn how to do this kind of thing yeah well there you go helped you out helped me out helped you out helped out you know everyone who's come with us for the ride i'm saying a lot of words here like this is the last episode (laughs) we're ever going to release yeah it's feeling very final now (laughs) It's just for the season. Well, here we are, friends, at the end of (laughs) our journey. (laughs) We've come such a long... What a long, strange trip it's been, huh? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, Brendan, I have written down for our intro notes here uh gangway versus gangplank oh yeah yeah that's right i completely forgot about that did we ever get to the bottom of that uh not on the recording but right after we we shut it down i looked into it a bit uh and i'm not looking at it right now but i believe in modern like parlance uh gangway Mm. and gangplank are the same thing uh but now they mostly refer to like aisles on an airplane or like on a train Mm. like the space between seats is a gangway. Mm-hmm. Uh in terms of a boat though, a gangway is like the opening that you would enter the boat through and the gang plank is what like connects that to like your dock or whatever. Do you remember which word I chose when we spoke I last? I think you said gangway. Um but I think for the ship considering it's like the horn on the ship and it folds forward, I think either would be fine. Okay. So we're feeling yeah. Confident about the last episode we released and yeah, we I don't have to issue any addendums. No, I think it's fine. Good. And if any Good. boat nerds out there disagree, uh, fight me, I guess. Gotta recap at gmail.com. If you're a boat nerd and you do want to correct us on the correct usage of uh, boat slang. <laughs> still not really sure. We're still really not sure what a sloop is. Yeah, uh, except that there's a song about it it's a great word mm-hmm. for a boat yeah boats have such great words schooner great word that is a good that sounds like an old singer it does it's it's in that ballpark spinnaker i think is another word for a boat spinnaker that sounds like a part of a spider uh yeah well you got to watch out for the spinnaker yeah. or you will uh become a web slinger save saving all of New York City. No, I hate that place. I, I don't want to save them. I want no, them to fall. They deserve to the what rhino. they get. <laughs> yeah, it just, you know, it's what they deserve, really. Um. Anyway, here we are at the <laughs> end of season one. Now that we've pissed off about the biggest city in the country. Talking about <laughs> New York City and boats, just like we always thought we would it's along what the, the way. That's what the people want. Brandon, let's talk about New York City and boats some more, as I'm sure we definitely will. Yeah. As we enter into the final recap of season one of Avatar <laughs> The Last Airbender. Let's do it. Let's go. Yep, 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 yep. Episode 20 of Avatar The Last Airbender, titled The Siege of the North Part 2. Part 2. The second half of... The closing chapter of this grand finale event for season one of Avatar. Brendan, they set it all up for us last week. They had our characters put in some pretty precarious positions to close out that episode. Mm -hmm. And and now we're ready to see what happens to them. What what are these big events that will define their sort of lives, their paths forward from this point on in the show? And they promised us at least one death. out of those three lucky contestants somebody's gotta go <laughs> we don't have the budget to pay for all these voice actors hopefully they'll get rid of them early yeah right at the top so we don't have to kind of <laughs> yeah. spend the whole rest of the episode worrying well they said they were gonna do it yep yep it's like any good cliffhanger it has to be resolved within the first like five minutes of the next episode And then you spend the rest of the episode with people just kind of like standing around going, wow, I can't believe that this person died. That was crazy, huh? It's really sad when that person died. Do you want to (laughs) like chat about it for 22 minutes plus commercials? Sure. (laughs) TV is so easy to make. (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah. It's a a wonder you and me don't have our own show by now. What are all these writers so pissed off about? (laughs) Calm down, everyone. It's going to (laughs) be fine. No, they've got it figured out. Uh, Siege of the North, part two, the finale of the season, December 2nd, 2005. Oh, Brendan, what an exciting event. Oh, yeah. Previously on Avatar. So we're in the middle of the big climactic battle at the North Pole. <laughs> Zhao and his Fire Nation fleet have breached the wall of the city. Uh, Sokka is tasked with protecting Princess Yue, his beloved. Uh, Katara failed to protect Aang Mm -hmm. as he entered into the Avatar state to seek help in the spirit world. Yeah. That one of our major plot points here that was left unresolved from the first episode. Mm We didn't even see the spirit world. We didn't even get to the damn place. Aang just kind of... Started glowing and then they took him out of the episode. Yeah, no time Might as well. For that. Have not even been there. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, Zuko had snuck his way into the city and has kidnapped Ang, uh, dragging him to some snowy wasteland beyond the city where who knows what could happen to him. I don't know. There's a lot of nothing out there though, so it'll probably be fine. Just kind of wandering and wandering, huh? Yeah, nowhere to go. Didn't really come up with a plan. I feel like there was a part in the first half of this where Iroh specifically asked him, hey, do you have a plan? He was like, yes. Yeah? No, you did No, you no. didn't. He, well, he had a plan, but it, it, it stopped before the exit strategy. There's more. There's more you have to do. <laughs> he had most of a plan. He had a plan for capturing the avatar but from that point it was just kind of throwing his hands up and he just didn't think it would happen he's like it hasn't happened yet it's fucking impossible so i might as well just (laughs) not bother planning for afterwards yeah i'll be honest uncle i'm really not expecting to uh, (laughs) need a plan because you know you've watched me in action (laughs) we know how this goes (laughs) it's not it's not my specialty but i'll give it my best shot and here he is over his head so Mm -hmm. you know we'll see what happens to him Uh, Here we go, Brendan. The siege continues on the city. Katara is distraught over having lost Aang in the hands of Prince Zuko himself. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sokka reassures her that everything is going to be fine, and the two of them and Yue take off on Appa to go find Aang. Uh, They leave Momo behind sitting in the spirit oasis just by himself which seems foolish because he was trying to eat those fish yeah i mean now it's just fair game if they come back and both of them are dead i mean serious implications for the world but (laughs) lemur's gotta eat (laughs) imagine if uh admiral Zhang gets there and momo's just eating the fish already (laughs) whoops hey (laughs) you must be an ally of the fire nation (laughs) if you tell anyone it wasn't me I will kill you. (laughs) I'm trying to make a name for myself here. (laughs) People don't want to remember Momo the Conqueror. (laughs) Momo the Immortal. (laughs) Although I think Momo probably does want people to remember Momo the Conqueror. I think so. That's really been Momo's motive the entire time. (laughs) That's the only reason he joined the team (laughs) in the first place. Momo's M.O.? I kind of was going to let that slide. But <laughs> when you said that, I went, there's something there's something in the words that you've produced. Yeah, I think we got there. I think that's it. Maybe that can be something we use going forward. when We talk about Momo's sick machinations <laughs> of which there are plenty. Many. Yeah. <laughs> um, They are blindly searching for Aang and the snowy tundra beyond the city. Um, We see Zuko trudging through knee-deep snow with Aang slung across his back, still in the Avatar state. Mm -hmm. Um, We go inside Aang's mind. Yes, we do. A dangerous place to be. (laughs) Yep. Although I guess maybe, you know, maybe I'm not describing this in the right way. We're not really inside Aang's mind mind necessarily because ang's i i guess technically we have to think that ang's spirit has left his body and has actually entered a different plane of reality it's not like ang is dreaming this this is different though from the first time he did it um we go somewhere that we've never seen before whereas the first (laughs) time he goes into the spirit world it's just the same world but yeah blue (laughs) yep so that is I wagged my finger at you right yes, now, Brenda, yeah. cuz you are you are 100% on something. You're cooking right now. <laughs> um the first time he kind of entered the spirit world, he was just in the physical world, but it was like a ghost. Yeah, and and they led they led us to believe that is the spirit world. Just people the spirits walking among men <laughs> on this planet that we know. Yeah, just like a layered plane like right just right on top of ours so that's what they've led us to believe although we have had flashes where like even in that winter solstice episode ang was talking to roku Mm -hmm. and then the firebending the the deserter episode roku was talking to jong jong is actually now that you bring that up is the implication of that that he brought jong jong to the spirit world for that conversation I'm not entirely sure but those two conversations that Roku was a part of seem to take place in some kind of like weird like desolate nebulous void. Yeah. I kind of just took that as like um I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Just like uh, like a dramatic a dramatic <laughs> way to paint the the event. Sure. But like not actually anything that was happening. Yeah. That's that's totally fair to say. But so like these are the interactions we've had with mm-hmm. spirits on this show before. So like we're not really sure is like, is this the spirit world that we've heard so much about? Yeah. So like I, this is the first time we've actually seen it now. Yeah. <laughs> what we get next is not anything that we have seen. Yeah. Before. No, it's crazy. It's wild in here. It's extremely different. And uh, we're going to go on a little adventure here together. Mm-hmm. Aang wakes up meditating on a giant lily pad that is floating in some water in the middle of a dense forest made up of these strange, twisted trees. Yeah, it's like a uh, big swampy land. Yeah, big old mystical swamp. Um, He sees someone meditating... At a stone shrine just beyond him and runs up to them and it's like a just an actual monkey. Yeah, dressed in person's clothes. He thinks he's people. It's a monkey that looks like people. Yeah. Which, you know, I love. Yeah, it's great when monkeys wear human clothes. They're so close to us. You know, we might as well let them do the things that we do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That always works out. It's always great and <laughs> never goes wrong. No one's ever maimed. <laughs> Happy time was had by all, especially the monkey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh Ang asks this monkey person for help finding the moon and ocean spirits, and in a man's voice, the monkey tells him to go away. <laughs> yep. So like here we are in the spirit world again. We just talked about what we've seen of the spirit world in previous episodes. And now we're like, oh, the spirit world is like a wacky fantasy land. Mm-hmm. With it's talking great. monkeys and I like giant lily pads. Yeah, yeah. I like it more than what we saw. But also, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm so I'm so caught up on this because we see later Aang in the real world as a spirit again. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it was the first time, mm-hmm. but it's not the spirit world. <laughs> it's there's so many goddamn questions. <laughs> it's insane. I think they, they've really like fucked up the whole like presentation of this for me. I think I, I, I think both of you and me like what they're doing here. Oh, with yeah. The oh, yeah. World no, stuff, I don't dislike it, but it's the introduction of what we had 12 episodes ago or whatever it mm-hmm. was that is truly tripping us up like d- it kind of feels like they decided when they were writing this one, like, oh, the spirit world we made kind of sucks. Like, let's let's blow it up. Let's huh? do a better one this time. Let's kick some ass with the spirit. world. Let's really <laughs> pre-established lore. Be damned. Yeah, let's let's we, I Jim had some good ideas when we were writing <laughs> this before and we kind of shut him out. But Jim, get get back in the room. Jim, let's what were you, what you saying? To say. Oh, oh there's like a monkey guy. you like talking monkey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. That's good. A big bug that has like a lot of faces. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going, Jim. That sounds a little scary. <laughs> no, it's kids can handle it. <laughs> Jim, you're on fucking fire. You're the new president of Nickelodeon. <laughs> Thank you. Good for Jim. <laughs> uh, yeah, the spirit world's fucking weird. <laughs> Um, Aang presses the issue with this monkey, and the monkey just starts shouting, Oh, as loud as he can to drown Aang out. Mm-hmm. That's how meditation works. That's how it usually works. Yeah. Every time I run up to someone in meditation, they just shout me down. Yeah. That's what I do. So, Brendan, just as we predicted would happen in the season finale of season one of Avatar The Last Airbender, I'm here saying the sentence, that's one rude monkey. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Check it off that bingo card we made. (laughs) (laughs) That was actually the center square. Uh, Yeah, the free space. (laughs) I will tell you this, though. It's weird that I'm saying that's one rude monkey, and somehow I'm not talking about Momo. No, no, Momo's not rude. Momo uh, is vicious and a killer. He's chaotic good. Yeah. (laughs) I would say. He's on the right team, but his methods are a little questionable. (laughs) So. A little ball of light appears and the monkey tells Aang to chase it, which of course he does. Mm -hmm. Uh, He chases this light through the murky swamp waters and up the twisted trees and catches the light but loses his balance and falls into the water and in the ripples of the water beneath him the form of avatar roku appears mm-hmm. there's a shot here where there's a fun animal uh we get a we get a an aerial view looking down so we're like on top of ang uh, and we can see roku reflected and to the right of Aang, there's a root and on the root there's like a little white crab thing mm. uh but then the camera shifts to be beside them and the crab thing is gone and never shows up again and i think they forgot about it there's probably so many shots that you could analyze while we're hanging out here in the spirit mm-hmm. world where there's like a million little extra background things just like that. Yeah. Also, he didn't lose his balance. The branch uh, disappeared. This is true. Mm-hmm. Like the These like trees the, are tricky. Like the bug thing, the, the floating moat did that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure what you were talking about, but yes, you're correct. <laughs> uh Spirit World, it's wacky, it's treacherous. You well, gotta watch. What are step. the rules? <laughs> I I certainly don't know them. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully Roku knows a thing or two. So Roku's just like chilling in Wonderland all day, eavesdropping on Aang's conversations. Mm-hmm. What is Roku doing here? He's practicing uh how to appear in water. Because I would imagine in the spirit world he doesn't need to do that. Aang, check this shit out. He could just be standing in front of Aang and that would be totally fine. Is this freaking your mind right now? Look, Aang, I'm your reflection now. Ooh. This is a highly advanced water bending technique. Katara probably <laughs> knows it by now. Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh Roku's a nasty freak. I don't know. He's just sitting around here like butting in on Ang's life whenever he needs to. I don't like what he's up That's to. That's what he does now apparently. I kind of think it would be very fun though if Ang went around and collected every other <laughs> avatar and they oh, all just yeah. like wade in with their opinions all the time and he got like so f- fucking annoyed with them all. They follow him around like an RPG par- party <laughs> just interjecting. <laughs> Shut up, guys. I have to handle this. If I'm ever going to grow, you have to let me do something. They're all like helicopter moms like over him all the time like no, 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 handle it this. This is how I did it when I was Avatar and he's like stop. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> That's so hard being a child avatar, you know. Mhm. Should have waited till he was 16. He should have. Those monks were onto something. Gyatso. he he knew what he was talking about. Mhm. Well, it's too late for that now. Um it cuts back to Zuko in the physical world. He takes a step and the ice beneath his feet starts to crack, and then the entire ground starts to drop out beneath him. Yeah. Pretty hectic scene. He makes a mad dash and hurls himself and Aang's limp body away just in time, as like everything falls out beneath him. Yeah. Crazy. Just like an ice shelf. Spooky stuff. Mm -hmm. But he saves them both, and in the distance he spots a cave, which is finally some shelter from this blizzard. Mm -hmm. Uh, As Zuko drags Aang into the cave and ties him up, it cuts back to Aang and Roku. Aang says to Roku... He's trying to find the ocean and the moon spirits to help out on this fight back in the physical world. Um, Roku tells Aang that they both crossed over from the spirit world to the mortal world very near the beginning, he says. Mm -hmm. Which is like... (laughs) We don't need to delve into that a little bit more, but, like, that line just sounds like some cool fucking lore. Some Genesis shit. I, I would love, I think I would be really into, like, a, a spirit Genesis story for this. Deep dive into, like, the primordial yeah. spirits and like how they formed this world. I know we eventually get the first Avatar, but I, I don't know if they ever do, like, a here's how the world was formed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're getting seemingly a little bit of that right now, and it's pretty cool. I live for that shit. Give me that yeah. fucking Dark Souls lore of Avatar. <laughs> uh, Aang does have to strike down all of the spirits, and, yeah. uh, but if he doesn't rest at a bonfire, he kind of loses all the progress he made. It's fucked up. Now, yeah, now that I think about it, Aang is a bit of a furtive pygmy. Uh, let's move on, huh? <laughs> Let's um, not. Let's stick around with this for a little bit. No, I Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Brendan, the floor is yours. I have nothing else to say. That's all. That's it. I thought it might be. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, Michael Ash, the, oh. the last something something. Um, Michael Ash is a, a Bloodborne character. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> Again, <laughs> this is why I didn't want to have this conversation. <laughs> I have nothing for you. It's a good poll, though. Uh, I'm good for something. <laughs> I'll surprise you every now and then. Hell yeah. What do I have up my sleeve? It's a character whose name I don't even think I pronounced right, but it doesn't matter. Close enough. I didn't know what you're talking about. It was like Michael Ash. Who the fuck is that? Mike. Hey, put her there, pal. <laughs> me, Michael Ash. Michael Ash. <laughs> I'll protect you from these demons. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Uh, Roku says there's only one spirit that's old enough to remember the ocean and moon spirits. And he says it's a old spirit named Ko. hmm But he's better known as the Face Stealer. Ooh. What does that mean? Uh, p- <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It could be anything. <laughs> well... We learn it's very literal right now because Roku has a very funny line where he says to Aang that he has to be careful not to show any emotion while speaking to Ko. He says he has to do that or he will steal your face. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Also, keep in mind that I guess in order to steal your face, he has to see you make like an expression. Yeah, I have some questions about that. Yeah, there's one face he uses that I'm not sure about. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. You shouldn't be allowed to get away with that. <laughs> Co seems a little lax with the rules. We'll get into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Co, the face dealer. Ooh, spooky. I also, what that will entail uh, real quick. He's one of the oldest spirits. How are uh, spirits formed? <sighs> I have questions about this as I, well. I have so a lot of like questions. this episode raises so many goddamn questions. <laughs> So there's a moon spirit, Mm -hmm. right? There's an ocean spirit that Mm -hmm. makes moon and ocean. Those are natural things. Yep. We've met Haybai before. Haybai was like the spirit of the forest. We have. I forgot. So those all I forgot Haybai's name, which I was also going to bring up later. But yes, we'll get to we'll get to (laughs) Haybai. Haybai will show up. So like ocean, moon, forest. Mm -hmm. Got it probably sun i would i would wager there's a sun i mean yeah maybe we'll we'll see if we get to like any of these other kind of cosmic entities Co is just what is so what's Co then um the spirit of stolen faces the of maybe the spirit of deception <laughs> yeah something like that yeah perhaps. i don't know it starts to get a little <laughs> a little fuzzy once the you rest start of them seem to behind. have like a Practical purpose on this yes, yep. planet, and then Co is just like, I'm a fuck boy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand. I mean, I love Co, but it's just like the questions. <laughs> Give me your wild. face. I want it. <laughs> that beautiful little baby boy face. What we'll talk does about he even do with them. Bit. We'll talk about it in a little bit, <laughs> he Brendan. Just don't worry. Wants them. <laughs> You've never collected anything before. We'll talk about it. <laughs> I guess Uh, back in the snow the gang searches for Aang but there is no sign of him Uh, meanwhile Zuko is waiting out the storm with Aang in the cave I finally have you but I can't get you home because of this blizzard there's always something not that you would understand you're like my sister everything always came easy to her She's a firebending prodigy, and everyone adores her. My father says she was born lucky. He says I was lucky to be born. I don't need luck, though. I don't want it. I've always had to struggle and fight, and that's made me strong. It's made me who I am. (laughs) The angst. (laughs) I know. Ooh, ooh. I'm sorry (laughs) that I had to bother you, father. (laughs) I'll see myself out. Um, yeah, so Zuko, like, reveals a handful of things for us here. Number yeah. one, perhaps most importantly, he's got some sort of hotshot sister that we're just learning about. Mm-hmm. Has she not come up? <sighs> she hasn't come up, but I may have teased her. You mentioned in her a, at one uh, point. flashback yeah. scene that we saw at some point. And yeah, you I'm implied sure. she gave her the or she gave Zuko the scar. I made some sort of weird joke that didn't make any sense. Brendan, his dad, Zuko's dad gave Zuko the scar. It was nobody else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't don't worry about mm-hmm. it. His sister, though, not uh, his sister though is the firebender in the intro of the show. Yes, that's correct. I th- I'm like ninety eight percent. I watched it again after the episode just to be sure. <laughs> I'm well, well, fairly well. certain she's she's the fire one. Ang's the the air one. The other two just seem like random people. Aang is not, it's not so sure that it's a because the one in the intro looks a little bit lankier than Aang. Does he? Does. I didn't think so. I'll have to check it out. I'll have to check it out again. We'll have to give it another go. The Earthbender is just some random dude. Yeah, I've only seen the intro uh, twice since we started watching the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so skippable after the <laughs> nick, 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 nick. As soon as I get to that point, I'm already <laughs> Fucking the Fucking kid button. on the skateboard, I swear to God. <laughs> get out of here. I don't need to see this. Um yeah, Zuko's got some kind of firebending prodigy sister. We're mm-hmm. gonna have to learn more about at some point. Uh also Zuko like is embracing the struggle. Zuko's life is nothing but struggle, he but loves he thinks it. that that makes him who he is, he says. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How very Buddhist of him. How very like nihilistic. Yeah. That I don't know. Same thing. Zuko's look outlook on this entire world is like, "No, life is pain, and I'm the master of suffering." <laughs> well, Zuko, have a little bit of fun in your life, Jesus every now Christ, and then, huh? Zuko, calm down. Yeah, how how far has it really gotten you? He's like, it's made me who I am. It's like, well, your life. Sucks. Yeah, well, oof, maybe try something else then. <laughs> Let's find another way. I do like that when he says it made me who I am, he turns his face so only his scarred side of his face is showing on the camera. Mm hmm. Like th- it made me this mm-hmm. really heavy foreshadowing. <laughs> That's pretty good stuff. Uh, <laughs> he also has a fundamental misunderstanding of what Aang's life has been like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He has no idea. Not that he would, you know, it's not like they've talked about it. He never asked, yeah. <laughs> they had time, you know, in the Blue Spirit episode when they were just kind of chilling in the forest. Honestly, I think if if he had given it a chance, he probably could have learned more about Aang in that episode. Which may have even helped him in, like, his search for him. Yeah. You know? know thy enemy and mm-hmm. take him down. <laughs> Kick his ass. Yeah, he's just got no idea because we know from even that exact same episode where, like, we learn more about Zuko's past and the storm. We learn about Aang's past, and like, Aang didn't want this. No, he didn't choose to be the Avatar. Like, as soon as he became the Avatar, like, his life went to shit. Mm-hmm. And everyone Aang ever knew or loved is dead. They're all gone. Like, Zuko can't say that about himself. That's true. Like, at least Zuko has a chance to kind of reclaim some family or, like, make new family along the way. Aang has nothing, so, like, he has to make Mm -hmm. his family and, like, acquaintances along the way. Zuko, I don't know. Just really unfair. It's an unfair thing for Zuko to have said. (sighs) Yeah, he's got... He just has absolutely no (laughs) idea, which is part of what, like, makes Zuko's struggle and, like, his quest, like, so much better is that he just... He doesn't know, and he's like making it into something that it's not, mm-hmm. and you kind of like have to have the feeling eventually Zuko will f- figure out kind of what's going on here. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> whatever <laughs> that maybe not. means. No, I'm not. That's that's not necessarily foreshadowing, but like mm-hmm. he's got Zuko's got he's got things to learn, huh? Mm-hmm. Certainly, I'm not spoiling anything. No. I've already really? I already know. <laughs> I, I know that, you know, <laughs> I have no specifics to get into. So let's move on. Um, the fight rages on in the city. Uh, fire Nation soldiers have breached the wall. They're flinging fireballs from the backs of those cool ass rhinos that we haven't yeah, seen in a while. It's this raining fire. It's pretty badass. Oh, actually, real quick. Um, When we saw the spirit, uh, not the spirit realm or the world, but the the. The place with the koi fish, sure. Um, in the last episode, was there a river and a waterfall? <laughs> there was a waterfall for sure, and then the room is just kind of flooded with water. Okay, I wasn't if sure. Call, if you want to call that a river, that's fine. Uh, it's well in this episode, it's flowing, but pro- because of the waterfall. Um, I only asked because I was wondering if that was a cool like way to demonstrate the heat of all the fire that's like coming in. Mm. Things are starting to melt in the area. Uh, But Uh, if it was already like that, can't give them the points. I like your scientific hypothesis here, but I'm sorry to say this existed prior to all the fire. All right. No points then. (laughs) Uh, You tried. I mean, you can't you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm proud of you for at least going out (laughs) on a limb. Um. Yeah, the Firebenders are here. They they also have those big tanks that they, that they had in the Northern Air Temple. Mm-hmm. They're big 3D tanks. Those big, terrible tanks that we hate. <laughs> I guess my question is, Brendan, where are the war balloons? Yeah, they. I guess they haven't figured it out yet. Those will be season two. Isn't it so weird that they made such a point at the end of that episode to be like, we've turned the tide... Of this entire war now that we have mastery of the air with these balloons. And this is the season finale of season one of Avatar. And they don't even use them in this episode. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I think it is weird. Uh, but also at the same time, we don't really know how much time has passed. How long does it take to manufacture a mm. fleet of war balloons? Because they also bad. have to like reverse engineer it before they can really figure it out. Sure. But, yeah, I think it is weird for them to have set that up so recently and then do nothing with it for this encounter. It just seems wild how much attention they paid to that at Mm -hmm. the end of that recent episode. And even in my memory, like, thinking on the episodes we have coming up once we get into season two, like, I can't recall exactly if slash when this becomes a thing. Well... Uh, yeah, but, like, it was that other guy who found them, that new guy who we don't really know mm-hmm. that much about yet, because this is and he Zhao's fight. doesn't make an fight. appearance here in this episode. Yeah, this, this, this is, episode, this is Zhao's true. fight. Zhao doesn't have the balloons. Uh, And pr- to get a little bit ahead of ourselves here, like I thought, Zhao was the villain for this season. <laughs> sure. Uh, And next season, they've, they at the end of this episode, they'll set up the villain for next season. And it's still mm-hmm. not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So, like, if we don't see those balloons until, like, season three, uh, that would be annoying. But also, I would kind of get it. Just so weird that we cared about them so much. Yeah, what I think was episode 18. Yeah, it was very recently. So, I don't know. Just their absence is glaring. Yep. (laughs) That's all I'm trying to say. Um. Yeah, here they come, knocking down wall after wall, making their advance into the city. Things are looking a little bleak. Mm -hmm. Um, Iroh is still standing by Zhao's side, advising him, and he says, Hey, you know, we have a time limit for finishing this fight today. Mm -hmm. The full moon is coming, and Iroh says it will make the waterbenders unstoppable he says but Zhao this does not bother him in the slightest he calmly replies that he's going to remove the moon from the equation the way he says it though he says I'm gonna remove the moon and then there's like a pregnant pause and then he says from the equation Iroh (laughs) says yes you were saying he's on pins and needles (laughs) But Iroh picks up on it. He's no fool. He's like, you remove the moon. What the fuck? Remove the moon. No, it's right there. I can see it right now. <laughs> From the equation. Oh, oh, wait, oh, but no, oh. this still doesn't make any sense. To me. <laughs> what are you trying to say here? Zhao. Um, He is taken aback by that comment, but into the scene bursts Han. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you see, you're already laughing. I know this is so good. <laughs> Here comes Han in his Fire Nation uniform. The old one. It, the old one that <laughs> Sokka already made sure they all knew was inaccurate and would not fool anybody. <laughs> but at least it got him as far as getting into like Zhao's ship and up to like the bridge where yeah, Zhao is. Surprisingly, it worked very well. <laughs> it got him to the doorstep yeah. somehow. I don't know. So, <laughs> so he, he was on to something, I guess. Not a foolproof plan. I don't know. He says, Admiral Choi, prepare to meet your fate. Mm -hmm. Still hasn't learned the name. Nope. He's still a piece of shit. Dumbass. (laughs) Still an idiot up to the very end. Uh, Charges (laughs) at Zhao, but he barely even has to move as he casually tosses Han overboard. And Iroh just shakes his head at him as he falls into the water. And we never see Han again. No, no. That's it. That's is, it for Han. Is he dead? I don't know if the implication is that he died, but like that was the end of his participation. Yeah. I, Avatar, the last airbender. I like to think he died. <laughs> I do as well. Just Iroh shaking his head disapprovingly at this kid as he falls to his death <laughs> the in the icy waters. moron. I love that this is how... This whole mission, this deadly, dangerous mission, this is how it resolved, is in just embarrassment with Han with his whole ass out in front of the top Fire Nation brass. Fucking idiot. It's so good. <laughs> Some of these faces may have vanished from our tribe. Oh, man. I'm uh, so. I, I'm glad that that happened, and I like that I can think that he died there, because I was not expecting him to die. No, no, we didn't think he would be the vanishing face, but it seems like maybe there are multiple faces that vanish. Yeah, vanished, yep, I thought perhaps. it would just be one, but now, it's, now it seems like it might be more. I am also willing to... Uh, plant this flag with you right now and say that Han died in this final yeah. act of his. I'm I'm assuming he's never going to show up again. Uh, which might be a, a wrong assumption on my part. Maybe we'll see him again. Brendan, that's a no. He's done. <laughs> Thank God. That's it. <laughs> that's it for Han. Unless there's something wild I'm forgetting. <laughs> oh, that's no, he got so caught good. under the boat. He yeah. got caught under the boat and it dragged him against an iceberg and uh, kind of Just absolutely tore him to shreds. Yeah, or he just landed on the the deck of the boat. Also, (laughs) five stories below. And everyone went, ooh. This is tough, this war business. Look at this kid. He got fucked up. Is that a Fire Nation soldier? Oh, no, no. Look at the shoulder pads. (laughs) Is that like a really, really old Fire Nation (laughs) soldier? This guy got thrown through time and landed on our boat. (laughs) This was the oldest... Uh, soldier we had. What a shame. What a loss for the Fire Nation. They, <laughs> they lived through they, they so many up, great battles. Yeah, they end up creating some mythology around him and like treat him he like some kind of hero. <laughs> the longest serving soldier. <laughs> through many generations of war, he never gave up the fight. In, in season three, when we eventually attack the Fire Nation directly, we see like a shrine built to him. <laughs> mm-hmm. With an inscription. It's like the traitorous General Iroh threw Han overboard. <laughs> the great hero of the Fire Nation, Han. It's like, well, you knew his name? I don't know. Shut up about it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. It says all of this on the inscription. Yeah, all of that. The whole conversation, the back and forth. The other, person, yeah, the other person talking to them, you knew his name? It's weird that they wrote that on the thing, but look, they had a lot of room. It was a huge plaque. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, what a great way for that whole storyline to end. Um, Zhao's like, as I was saying, just completely moves on. (laughs) Yeah, it's so good. (laughs) Means nothing to him. Uh, He details his plan, and he says that years ago, while he was stationed in the Earth Kingdom, he found a secret underground library. Mm Mm-hmm where he discovered a scroll that revealed to him the mortal forms of the moon and ocean spirits. Mhm. It's a pretty informative scroll. Mhm. Why does the Earth Kingdom have that? Seems a little strange, huh? Yeah. But I mean, I guess who better, I don't know, who 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 would be preferable? Um the 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 water tribes. Somebody's got to have I don't know. Somebody's <laughs> got to have it. In any case, Zhao's got the knowledge now, and he knew that it was his destiny to find and kill these spirits. For some yeah. reason, he read that and went, okay, they, they must be my victims. It adds <laughs> them to the list. <laughs> yeah. Why did he wait until now? Though, like, yeah, the implication is that he he found out about it a long time ago. And now he's like, well, I'm here anyway. I might as well check that off. He never had the resources. He was <laughs> never in the station that he is now. Like, actually, you know what? That's a great point. Yep. The northern water tribe we've established is like such a strong, proud, secluded nation <clears> that like it must be very difficult to infiltrate or attack or anything like that. So. This this is his golden opportunity, mm-hmm. so let's go k- kill some fish. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, I got a bullet for you, you <laughs> fish. Um, Iro is absolutely against this idea. He's like the spirits are not to be trifled with. He says mm-hmm. again, Iroh like not blindly following country here. Mm -hmm. He's like the world works in specific ways and we we cannot do this, Xiao. Yeah, that's a terrible idea. No. Let's let's find a different that I'll tell you what. We'll make that plan B. (laughs) Zhao laughs at Off and he's like, yeah, yeah. I've heard rumors about your journey into the spirit world, right? What a fucking lore dump that is. This whole episode. Uh, uh, What does this mean? Let's let hold on, pause. Let's let's dig into that a little bit. This, I know, you're absolutely right. This episode is full of so many lines from people where we go, (laughs) oh, I want to know so much more about that. I know there's so much to dig into there. I mean. We don't know anything about, we don't learn anything about it in this episode. No, no. That's the only line we get. The only thing I would like to bring to your attention, Brendan, if you'll remember, is that in the winter solstice, when Ira was captured by the Earthbenders, he was the only person who could see Roku's dragon flying by. Yeah, you know what? I do remember that. I'm not sure exactly what the significance of that is. He's spirit touched. He's got spirit juice mm-hmm. all over him. A guy's slathered in it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sticky with spirit juice. <laughs> he's dripping with that juice from the spirits. You could wring him out like a towel and you fill up a bowl with spirit juice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get to it later. <laughs> We can hold it. If yeah. you got something to do, just I'll, I'll hold it. I'll hold it. I've got okay. more to say about that, but but it, it, there's a better time. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll wait. We'll wait. Um, Zhao says the uh, ocean and moon spirits chose to become become mortal, and he says now they will face the consequences. <laughs> but the but the implication from earlier was that they've been mortal for Ever. the entire time. Yeah, the entire time we've been here. Yeah, very near the beginning. <laughs> Of everything. Yeah. And it's about time they got their comeuppance. <laughs> you know what? I'm sick of those pieces of shit. <laughs> We've let it slide for too long. <laughs> time to pay your fair share with your life. Yeah. Fuck's sake. I don't know what Zhao's on about here. Um, Back in the spirit world, Aang hops across a chasm Reaching this scary, gnarled tree. Mm-hmm. There's a big dog behind it. Did you see the big There's dog? There's just absolutely colossal dog walking around in like the fog in the distance. Yeah, like in God of War. What's up with that damn thing? Is Aang in hell? Is this hell? Maybe. <laughs> Is Ko the devil? Maybe. <laughs> it's got to be something, right? We yeah. talked about that. Yeah. Oh actually isn't no nah, I, I don't know I shouldn't say I don't know enough I I, I think there's like something about like the, the Christian devil being like of many faces mm because I, I that comes up in a lot of um a different show analysis that I don't want to spoil because we may watch it sure um but the many faces thing I think is associated with the devil okay so you might be onto something there. And we know well I mean I was just bullshitting but we do know Bye, that but I think you bullshitted in the right direction. <laughs> Co does seem to be like even some kind of like trickster like trying to get people to fall into a trap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is something uh Belzebub has done. It's <laughs> trying to think of my favorite word for the devil. Yeah, that's, top that's a of the good list. one. That's a good one. Um I don't know we might be on to something here I'm not sure we'll have to we'll have to dig deeper into that later on honestly we may very well do that <laughs> another one of these great questions that this episode has raised um ang is about to enter this tree but is startled by a monkey and he laughs it off he's like ah you're just a monkey there's nothing weird about you mm-hmm Regular old monkey. Just regular monkey hanging out in the spirit world. How'd you get here, monkey? Good to see you, monkey. Did you meditate like I did? Is there a <laughs> monkey somewhere back on the physical world with glowing eyes? <laughs> I wonder. I really hope so. I really do hope so. Um, It spins to face Aang, but it can't face Aang because it doesn't have a face. Oh, no. Oh, shit. It's spooky. A victim of Ko? Question Seems mark? like it, yep. He calls it a blue nosed a curly tailed blue nose. I think is what he calls it. How we doing? He's dreaming. I heard a weird dog noise. Yeah, he's dreaming. Res, res. <laughs> good boy. Good boy. Alright, we're good. Nice, nice job. <laughs> well, did you up. have did you have good dreams? Good boy. What was it? <laughs> Tell us. Uh okay. Monkey, scary monkey, no face. It's got no face. Uh blue nose. Blue nose. Um yeah. A great <laughs> a great monkey. Yeah. <laughs> uh he gasps, but he collects himself and puts on a blank expression. Uh, and in his voice and also in Roku's voice simultaneously, he reminds himself, show no fear. Mm-hmm. And then he steps inside Ko's lair. I actually thought the monkey was Ko at first. And he just blew it right (laughs) off the bat by being very scared of this monkey. When the monkey turned and had no face, I was like, that's why he steals faces, because he doesn't have one. He needs one. He needs one. They only last so long. He opens up his Rolodex with all these faces in it. (laughs) His monkey Rolodex. Ooh, Rolodex. That's a nice topical reference. Yeah, everyone listening now knows what that is. Kids are going crazy for it. <laughs> Rolodexes were before our time, even. Yeah, I know, I know. That, that, I will say that my grandfather had a Rolodex when I was a child. So, like, I there was a time where I did play with mm-hmm. my grandfather's Rolodex. My parents had one, but there was nothing in it. Just totally blank. Just a few blank cards. That's very funny. Yeah. An artifact of a different time. <laughs> Not a bad invention for, you know, what it does. I mean, we have technology now that serves the same purpose, mm-hmm. but, like, yeah, there's something nice about, like, the analog feel of a Rolodex. Yeah, I, don't I, know. I used to sit around playing Pajama Sam, flipping the lid up and down. Drinking your Hawaiian punch <laughs> yeah. and Sunny D mixture. Ooh, that sounds awful. With, with my Dunkaroos. <laughs> Only 90s kids will remember <laughs> Rolodexes. <laughs> that's that's how that works, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh Brendan Quick, temperature check. Yes or no, this scene that we are about to talk about is the best scene that we've had yet on this show. Oh, um I don't know. It's up there for sure? Close. Yeah, it's up there, but I don't I don't even know if it's the best scene in this episode. Ooh. Maybe. Okay. Though. Maybe though. It depends I guess. It depends on what the metric is. It's it's mm. one of like the coolest like characters and interactions. Sure. sure. Um but we get some pretty badass like water bending and crazy shit going on in the latter half of this episode. Things are going to pop off <laughs> like why? This episode goes hard. <laughs> It goes extremely hard, so even in this moment, that's a little bit of a slowdown, but extremely tense. Yes, this, like this is this is very legit. cool. This character's awesome. Um, I like I like it a lot, and like they they do a lot to play with uh, Ang. I don't know. We we I have sure, like sure, a sure. lot to say, but it's kind of hard to talk about before we talk about what's happening. All right, let me get Let's let's get into it. Uh, Ang descends into a dark cave, and he calls out for Ko. And something starts to slither along the walls in here. Mm-hmm. And from the shadows behind Aang, there is a like a painted face that appears. And it starts to smile. And then a monstrous figure wearing this face rushes at Aang to try to startle him. Mm-hmm. And Aang miraculously keeps his cool and bows to this figure. Yeah. I like that this thing's constantly trying to spook him. <laughs> it's really, really funny to me that Ko is like awesome and scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like clearly powerful and all of this, but it does make me laugh that Ko's whole vibe is like those early internet pranks where you'd get someone to stare at a screen <laughs> yep. and then it would yep. show a scary face and yell at you. Yeah. <laughs> it is very much He keeps turning away and like talking and turns back around and goes, Booga. Then you go, like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> this time. get you one of these times, Ang. <laughs> Got to find, what, what scarier faces do I have hidden <laughs> in here somewhere? I know, it makes me laugh a lot. Um, Yeah, Aang doesn't react to this, though. He's doing his job here. And the camera pulls out to reveal what Ko, the face stealer, is. Mm -hmm. And Ko is this gigantic, disgusting, centipede-like creature Mm -hmm. with a hole on one end of its body that is displaying a human face. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, the face, the painted face it's wearing looks like the the earth bending tribe that we saw on the island. Uh, kind of. It's yeah. Got like that red eyeshadow that they the warriors wear. Hmm. Yeah. It's it's definitely in that vein. Mm mm-hmm. um, Yeah. There's no telling what faces like live inside this creature and exactly where they came from. It seems like it's capable of pulling anything out at any time. Yeah, we get to see a handful of them, but you have to imagine it's got way more. You have to think so. Um, There's a lot going on in here. It makes comments that like raise questions about like where this thing has been or who's come to see it. Mm -hmm. Ko is very fucked up uh, and speaks to Aang and actually, Brendan, I have a fun fact for you here. Um, the voice actor of Co, the face stealer, uh, petitioned to be chosen to voice the same character in the live action Netflix series that's coming. Oh, yeah. And they said no. Uh, seemingly, they did. I think that I read that they gave the role to George Takei. Well, but George Takei already has a character. <laughs> already does have an established character on this show. But I don't think that that character probably would turn up in the live action series, I would guess. Probably not. I mean, George Takei is fine, but that kind of sucks for that guy. It's a good backup plan. If you're going to back up with anyone, George Mm -hmm. Takei is a good choice. But this voice actor, like, is so cool. And like, yeah, this guy's line delivery is fucking awesome. Like, he's so casual the entire time. Mm hmm. It's really good. I watched this episode three times. Um oh, and the, Jesus. the third time I watched it in one and a half speed. Uh, and I thought it was even better. Hell yeah. I was like, he's still the coolest fucking character. Co. rules. Um Aang calmly and flat flatly bows to Ko, and Ko recognizes the avatar uh and his face swaps out to like an angry old man and he yells in Aang's face that a previous avatar had tried to kill him. Mm -hmm. And Aang asks why that would happen. He also puts a date on it. He says eight or 900 years ago. So let's muddy (laughs) the waters just a little bit more. (laughs) Yep. Why don't you? (laughs) We'll try not to worry about the established (laughs) timeline of the Avatar. Ko's been around a long time. The Mm -hmm. Avatar has been around a long time. They're buddies. Mm -hmm. Except for that one time. Except that one time, yeah. Remember when you tried to kill me? That was kind of fucked up, but all is forgiven. (laughs) Um, Ko's face changes to a young woman's face, and he says... Uh, it was something about stealing the face of someone you loved. Yes, and this is what I wanted to talk about. Uh yeah. where we get a, like a close up shot of Aang, and the only expression that you can read as like a an audience member is his eyes like kind of shaking. Yeah. Like he recognizes this face from his past life. There's like a moment of recognition in his eyes where like this face means something yeah, to him. Yeah, but he he still Keeps it together. Mm-hmm. I thought that was very cool. I was like that it, very a very subtle little touch. Uh, obviously, they drew a lot of attention to it, but the the animation itself was subtle, uh, and I thought it was cool. Even again, like a moment of Ko trying to get the avatar to break. I think so that's he the could steal his face. That's the closest he gets, apart from when he does break. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I guess this amount of emotion on Aang's face. Mm-hmm. doesn't count. Um but yeah, you're right. I you you can notice like there's something going on behind his eyes even if Aang doesn't know what yeah. this face is. He doesn't know why but he feels it, like the the emotion that the previous avatar is like feeling within him cuz you have to imagine they all are within him right now, right? Sure. Kind of like how Roku is, but Roku's closer to the surface, but right. Yeah, it's very cool. I liked that touch. Man, the avatar is cool, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> there are good things, there are bad things, but this is an an interesting thing. Yes, I liked it. Um yeah, he's put this woman's face on, but then co changes to uh the face of presumably that monkey that was just outside. <laughs> yep. And starts cackling maniacally. Mhm. Which I think is funny. We spend a lot of time now in the monkey face. We do. He sticks with that one for a while. I'm not opposed to that, though. No. If you're going to choose anything. <laughs> um, Ko slithers and slinks his way around Aang. He's like, oh, don't worry, though. I don't hold any grudges against you. And he whispers in Aang's ear and says, after all... You've come to me with a new face. Yeah, it's been a long time since I had a boy face. <laughs> I want one of those boy faces. <laughs> Getting real creepy in here. <laughs> I'd love to look like a little boy. Then <laughs> maybe all the other little boys would want to hang out with me. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I want to be done with this. <laughs> Let's move oh, on. Oh, we're not done yet. <laughs> We've got too far to go. Um, Ang. Closes his eyes and takes a deep breath. He's so freaked out by this that Zuko even sees Ang's like physical body take a deep breath in this moment, mm-hmm. which has implications that we don't yeah. need to explore. No, that's fine. We don't have to worry about that. Ang's he's going through some stuff right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the gang is still searching for him. UA uh, says, you know, they couldn't have gotten far, but Katara is worried. That they won't survive out here in the snow. Uh, Sokka's like, "Eh, trust me, Zuko is a fucking cockroach. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can't kill that guy. It doesn't matter what we do here. The guy's going to find a way to survive. Mm -hmm. And I mean, he's absolutely right. He's right. Yeah, yeah. You got to you got to show give respect where it's due. Yeah, even... If you want the guy out of your hair, there's no one more resilient, it seems, than Prince Zuko. Yeah. So, Sokka recognizes that in this moment, which is at least a glimmer of hope that Aang's going to be okay. Yeah. So, how may I help you? I need to find the moon and the ocean. Their spirit names are Twi and La, Push and Pull. And that has been the nature of the relationship for all time. Please, help me find them. An entire culture could be destroyed if I don't get their help. Oh, you think you need their help? Actually, it's quite the other way around. Someone is going to kill them! What do you mean? How can I find them and protect them? You've already met them, actually. Twi and La, your moon and ocean have always circled each other in an eternal dance. They balance each other, push and pull, life and death, good and evil, yin and yang. And he does pronounce it (laughs) yang. He does pronounce the way that I was hoping he would just to make myself feel a little bit better. I did catch that. So there (laughs) there you go. I, I believe you now. I would also give you credit if, you know, the shows give us a chance to mm-hmm. m- make you feel smart. I'll I'll be sure to call that out next time. I have to wonder if that's why the live action movie calls Ang Ong the entire time. Uh, It sucks. They shouldn't have done that. Uh, yeah, they call him Ang the Avatar. Avatar is just foolish. Mm-hmm. It's all foolish. Because that's not the word. It's foolish. And, and as someone who wasn't even a fan of the show, I was pissed off about it. I guess this is a good moment to ask you like without kind of <laughs> this is a weird way to phrase this without spoiling the movie for me because yep. I have not seen the movie and I'm curious to know you want to know how they this handled all this. Is in it how close are we here to now, like what they did there it's been a long time since I've seen it but I don't think any of this happens fuck yeah (laughs) what a mistake because co is like i I don't think part of all i don't think a lot of what happens in this episode happens in that movie then why did they even make the movie like fish monster don't remember a fish monster (sighs) right yeah i i but i haven't seen it since it was in theaters uh and i didn't enjoy it that much so i didn't commit a lot of it to memory but i don't remember any of this I mean, you would remember a, a co the f, the face stealer. I, I would hope so. Yeah, but I mean, have you ever like sat down to watch a movie and then like halfway through been like, I've seen this movie before? Oh yeah, hundred percent. It could be something like that, where like I've just completely forgotten about it. Yeah, that's fine. I. I cannot wait to watch this movie that I know is going to be really bad, but, like, I want to see how they yeah, no, handle uh, these storylines. On my third watch, it was about this part of the episode where I was like, I, I I gotta watch that movie, and, like, if if they did any of this, I'll give them, like, points for it, mm-hmm. but none of this is familiar. That's so funny to me. Yeah. They fucked it up so They bad. fucked it up really bad. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I mean... Again, that is very much on the schedule for us as we move forward, so yeah. we'll oh, find yeah. out. We're going to have to do that. I I, I almost bought it tonight uh, and watched <laughs> it before this recording. Well, don't do that just yet. We will, uh, there will be time <laughs> for that, and we will watch it and most certainly deliver our thoughts on that movie to you all. Oh, yeah, that has to happen. Yeah, that is, that is a guarantee. Mm-hmm. Uh, so look forward to it. Yeah, it should be fun. I think it'll be better than our Avatar episode. I'm guessing it probably will. I mean, what could be worse? <laughs> Nothing. Hardly anything. Unless only we did only two, two hours of screaming babies. Oh god. Maybe that's what that movie is. You know, you don't really remember. Which it very we could well. do. We could do that at some point. You watch out. It's true. Don't, don't fucking tempt us. If we get enough requests. <laughs> We'll do anything. <laughs> um, Aang's jaw drops as a vision enters his mind and he shouts, the koi fish. Mm-hmm. So Aang is now explicitly showing emotion going yes. against the rules that have been set up here. But luckily, uh, Ko is facing away. He does so not I see guess him. that's one of the rules is if... <laughs> if you if Co's not looking at you, you could sneak in a little like a wink, which is kind of fun. You know, if, if you really wanted to fuck with him, you could hang out with him. And every time he turned around trying to think of how to spooky, you make faces at him Just the whole go, time. <laughs> <laughs> and then he turns around, and you go stone face again. <laughs> Blow like a raspberry at him. Oh, I didn't do. What was that? It's a really fun game until you lose. <laughs> Damn. Oh, shit. You're wagering something very important by playing that game. Um now Aang catches himself in time co spins around but then all the excitement drops from Aang's face and he says I must be going now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is good shit from Ang. This is like the most capable yes yeah moment that we've ever seen from him because you know he's a great fighter. We we know that. Yeah. True. And anytime he's been like inhabited by like the avatar state or anything like that, he's capable of incredible things. Even what we'll see later on in this episode, like he's capable of incredible fighting. But this right here is like strictly Aang really putting his mental toughness to the test and just like knocks it out of the park with this whole interaction with Ko. He does a great job. Yeah, uh, it's surprising, actually. I wouldn't have thought. I mean, like he obviously he has to be for the show to continue. But I wouldn't have thought sure. that like he would have been able to keep it together. I know this big scary thing in front of you, which is constantly like popping out behind walls, going blah, booga booga, trying to get him, but uh, he can't be got. Yeah, He's... he doesn't get got. He <laughs> he he go, he go get. A uh, stone cold ice running through his veins. This young avatar. Uh, Ko says we'll meet again as he slithers into the darkness. So that's kind of the end of our time here. I Ko. hope so. No, uh, I don't. I'm I, sorry. I don't hope it's the end of our time. I hope they meet again. Sure. <laughs> sure. I was a little delayed on that delivery. Speed um, it up, Brendan. <laughs> we before we, we finish with Co though, he does a phase uh, mm-hmm. of an owl. He does have an owl face. Can owls emote? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Wait. What Holy expression shit. did the owl make that allowed him to steal the owl's face? At the same time, the monkey also must. Have well, emote monkeys. It. I believe monkeys that can emote. Yeah, I I do believe that a lot more. Yeah, the, the owl, owl. when I saw the owl <laughs> on one of my repeat viewings, I said, "Hold on a second. I'm not the the so sure do. about that one. Yeah. What face did the owl make? Did Co give him like a birthday cake and he had a big smile on his face? <laughs> he was blushing. Yeah, He handed him a jack in the box and it popped off and the owl went, oh, <laughs> that was enough. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I just thought that was weird. <laughs> no. It's really, it is really funny to think about. It's not super important, owl. but I think it might break the rule. <laughs> No, no. Owls are full of personality. You know? Have <laughs> you never seen like a sad owl? theres It's one of the worst things you can see in nature. <laughs> I feel terrible every time. <laughs> I haven't seen very many owls. They're around. Oh, I know. I hear them. They're loud and annoying. Just got to know where to look for them. You Where's know? going, who, who? And I said, fucking me. Shut up. <laughs> I said, stop it. <laughs> That's good owl humor. <laughs> it's really the only one you got. It's, 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 it's That's it. <laughs> Do you think, though, if Ko has the owl's face, he can spin his own head around like 180 degrees? I don't think Ko has a head. I don't think so either. It's just kind of like a cloaca. Uh, I think a cloaca is like No, I know genitals. what it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's where all the stuff comes from, <laughs> including his face. Yeah, okay. All right, sure. That's his cloaca. Ko is a disgusting beast <laughs> that someone has to deal with at a certain point. Can't argue with that. Uh, anyway, owl face in the cloaca be damned. Aang is done <laughs> speaking to Ko. Um, he runs out and asks Roku for help getting back to the physical world. And Roku says, a friend will help him. And yes, Brendan, in comes hey by the forest spirit in his panda form. Uh, and this panda shows up, and I'm sitting here like, what the fuck is this panda? Is this somebody I should know? <laughs> is this significant to me at all? Have we met this person? Is this a different Avatar's animal, buddy? Who somebody the fuck is died. this? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. No, briefly, Hey Bai was a panda. Yes, yeah, I I did figure that out later, uh, not after, too much later, very shortly. Um, after Hey Bai was pacified mm-hmm. in that episode, he turned back into yeah. Panda State. <laughs> but there was a there was an amount of time watching this episode that I was like, "What the fuck is this panda? How? Why does Aang know its name? Yeah. Are they buddies? <laughs> was this pre-established? Were they friends? Like." Before Aang became <laughs> yeah. the Avatar, I feel like I missed something. <laughs> is this like a graphic novel thing that I didn't read? Uh, Spotify keeps trying to get me to read uh, this novel about that Earthbender Avatar. Mm. Apparently, there's Kiyoshi? a whole yeah. Apparently, there's a whole fucking series all about Kyoshi. Brendan, there is so much extra content that uh, revolves uh, around Kyoshi. You, you said that. Last week, there was a lot of extra content, and I just thought you meant, like, comic books and video games. There's no entire novel series about fucking (laughs) Kyoshi. As we go along here and, like, as you get more comfortable sort of seeking out what else is out there, you'll peel back the layers and kind of realize why I'm in such a tough place trying to think of what we should do on this show, because there's so goddamn much. I know. Well, I may listen to one of those books at some point. I think you probably could get away with doing that. I was thinking that. I was like, I probably can't spoil anything that happens in the show. I don't think so. I mean, Um, I don't know because I haven't read those or listened to those. I probably won't. Uh, Not right away, at least. Maybe at some point, though. It's it's on my radar now. There's time. There's time. And I will say, we're not done with Kiyoshi on this show. Oh, I kind of thought we might have (laughs) been. No, there's more Kiyoshi to come and as that happens you will be more enticed to listen to the Kiyoshi audiobook. I promise. All right, you that. hell yeah. Kiyoshi is pretty badass. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So, we'll get into that a little later on. Um the Fire Nation continues to advance into the city, but night has fallen and the full moon rises. Um the waterbenders take advantage of the power that the full moon grants them and starts to, they start to repel the attackers. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure this is probably what you were talking about earlier, Brendan, where the waterbenders really start showing what they're made of kicking ass in this moment. Yeah. Also though, there's so much, there's so much of this episode. Um, they get extremely strong every full moon seemingly yes and and the fire nation has to wait hundreds of years for a meteor to come by what why haven't the 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 why haven't the why hasn't the water tribe done anything i guess that's a good question and it maybe ties back to like the motivations of the tribe themselves, like they're not going out, not being like, we're going to destroy the Fire Nation the next time there's a full moon around, like they wouldn't have that instinct, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the Fire Nation is very much banking on this comet coming around so they can destroy like everyone else and finally take over the world. Yeah, I just I don't know if they can if they can do it every 30 days. Yeah, I kind of feel like they're part of the problem. <laughs> For not I helping, would agree that they are part of the problem. <laughs> you know, this northern water tribe has very much like closed themselves off mm-hmm. from the rest of the world. Yeah, they're very um, isolationist. Isolationist spelled icy. With yes. isolationists. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's just how that's spelled. Um, it's, it's, it's not, but. <laughs> no, it, no, it is. In this case, it absolutely oh yeah oh yeah 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 yeah. um yeah i don't know it that is a really solid point like if they are this capable this often like why haven't they stepped in to try to make some kind of difference in the fight you're right about that yeah like fuck them i hate these guys now
1: but also also their stuff
0: is really cool when the moon is out i know they start doing some badass stuff we cut to master Paku. Who puts on just like an absolute masterclass display of water bending, mm-hmm. like freezing dozens of attackers in place and like wiping out a handful of those shitty tanks that we hate. Mm-hmm. He does the tornado move that Aang did in episode two. But he does it, like, so much cooler and starts, like, whipping across the landscape yeah. and this riding on top of this fucking ice cyclone. It's, it's so cool. fucking rad. You're like, all right, Paku, I see you. Yeah, I see you. I see you. <laughs> I see you, and you'll put these firebenders in the ICU. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Taking it to another level. I see you. Jake Sully comes in and says <laughs> to Paku, and then we just have to shut the whole oh, thing god! Out. Wrong avatar. Oh, sorry. I'll see myself out. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, he wheels himself away. My bad. My bad. No, he can walk now. Don't you know? He's become a Na'vi. Oh, as the Na'vi. I was thinking pre-Na'vi Jake Sully. No, Jake Sully in avatar form. That is just, I choose to think of him this way now. <laughs> well, that's the way he is now. And I'm always thinking about Jake Sully. Mm-hmm. Always, <laughs> he is with me at all times. He's he, watching over this recording. He lives tonight. in our hearts. Yeah, he's uh, he's a part of me, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh yeah, Paku and everyone else—they're just fucking up these Firebenders now. The full moon has unlocked their Waterbending potential. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh Zhao though he is not concerned. He rides in on a rhino. And has a map to a secret location. Mm-hmm. Seemingly one of these documents that he took from that underground secret library. He's just been holding on to it. Just been waiting. Just the whole time. Just always has it on him. Just in case. Soon as, soon as I get behind these walls where I've got a pit stop I want to make. <laughs> uh, with a full moon shining behind him in the sky, he says, when we get there, we're going fishing yeah that's a shitty line um yeah it's i think it's okay i thought it was really dumb i was like he's he's they set it up like he was gonna say something really cool and he said we're going fishing uh fishing sucks it's not (laughs) it's not cool i mean like if you like fishing fine You, you have fun but i don't i don't think like we're going fishing is a cool thing to say in any context I do think it would be funny if he said that, and like none of his cronies like knew what he was talking about. And they're <laughs> yeah. like, uh, are you sure? Uh, like uh, we're in the middle of a battle right now. What? What? <laughs> that sounds fun. Like I did bring my tackle box, but like <laughs> it can probably wait until after the fight, huh? Yeah, I, I, there's more important things right now. Zhao, <laughs> careful, Brendan. You can't say fishing is dumb. People are huge fishing lovers out there fishing sucks people love fishing i'm not a i like watching people i like watching people fish people don't like fishing people like getting drunk yeah yeah (laughs) that's why fishing is fun because it's a great excuse to get drunk is that a problem no but i mean like (laughs) you don't need to go through all the trouble of, like, sitting out in the sun and, like, buying all kinds of stuff and getting... Torturing an animal. Torturing an animal. Getting fish hooks stuck in your fingers. I don't know. I hate it. I hate fishing. <laughs> it's not for me either, but uh, I'm going to take a pro-fishing stance in case we have <laughs> any fishermen out there all listening right, to the bo- show. All right, bonus episode, the fishing debate. We go, we have a fishing derby, who catches the most fish? <laughs> we would both lose neither <laughs> yeah, of us because yeah. we both catch zero fish <laughs> yeah. what a good episode <laughs> um hey Bai drops ang off at the spot that he entered from and shoots like a mystical beam out of his mouth that sends ang away from the spirit world i don't know sure yeah why not that's that's fine it's that something's got to get him out it's kind here. of fun to see the the panda do it though because the panda always has this like dopey expression on yeah, so like this like stupid looking panda shoots him with a laser from its s- mouth, and then goes on back to looking stupid. Godzilla's him, yeah, yeah back into <laughs> his plane of existence. Yeah, it's very funny. That's a good bit. Uh, that same mean monkey is here, and he has a snide comment. And then by turns into his demonic, scary form and blasts that monkey away with like a sonic beam. Yes, this is the point where I remembered who Haybai was. Oh, oh, Bye. That's that dog. It's that spooky black and white dog. Yeah, I remember now. He's also a panda, a man of many faces, just like Ko. Just like Ko, yeah. They're good buds. Um, Aang's spirit returns to the spirit oasis, but he panics as he notices that his body is not there. Mm -hmm. And in a flash, his spirit is carried away high into the sky. Momo sees him. I don't know that Momo does. Momo like acknowledges that he appeared there and then Aang looks surprised acknowledges when that he floats Momo away. is there. But I don't I I may have missed. it. I'd have to watch it. I'll I think, believe you because you watch it. More times than I think Momo whips around when Aang, like involuntarily turns into a, a mode of light and flies off. In any case, Brendan, whether Momo does or not, Katara does see a yes. light streaking across the sky and makes a wild assumption. <laughs> She does. She's like, oh, <laughs> that's Aang. That must be Aang, she says, based on nothing. <laughs> yeah. There has been wacky shit going on in this entire place, but somehow she knows that that is... <laughs> I don't think she has any reason to believe that that is Aang. Could just be a shooting star, but no, this is where <laughs> they need to be. So, I mean, I, uh, I don't know. More questions. I guess, you know, I mentioned earlier like Iro seeing Roku's dragon mm. in that episode all this time ago. But now Katara and like everyone else, cause she calls it out and everyone else knows. Like, and they look right at it. Here. Yeah. Yeah. I I everyone sees it, I think. So like how or why can like people see spirits is not clear to me. Um, and it might, it, it's, I don't, I don't know if the implication is every spirit. Maybe it's that specific thing he's doing because I don't think yeah. Momo turns around until he does that. No. So, like, it's when that light appears is when people can start seeing him. Oh, we just got to throw our hands but up at this one, huh? It also doesn't seem like something that he's intentionally doing. It carries him away from... It happens... Scene. Yeah, it happens yeah. to him. Involuntarily. hmm So, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. I just thought it was... I, I think I said out loud while I was watching the episode, like, that's a very bold assumption on your part. Like, not hey, incorrect, obviously, but <laughs> wild. Tie Aang as he flies by. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I <laughs> guess that's all we can say. Um, Aang's spirit flies into his physical body and the avatar state fades away from him and he wakes up in a start. And sees Zuko standing over him. Mm -hmm. And Aang's like, hey, look over there. And then blows him away with a huge gust of wind. (laughs) I don't know. I kind of like the exchange here. Where Zuko says, welcome back. And he says, it's good to be back. (laughs) They have a couple little jabs to throw at each other here. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um. An adversarial relationship. Yeah, it's fun. It's cute. They got a they got a good thing going. I know, I like it. I want to see some more of this. Um, I ship it. We're shipping. <laughs> All right, give me an a name. Uh, Zukang. Zang. Zukang. Anko. 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 I like Anko. Anko. Yeah, let's go with Anko. It's got to be Anko. It huh? sounds like a small child trying to pronounce the ankle. <laughs> my Anko My Anko. I bumped my Anko on the table. Can you kiss the boo-boo on my Anko? I love it. Let's go with it. Yeah, that's the one. It's so cute. <laughs> and they're really cute together, so this is working. Uh, Ang is still all tied up, and he tries to like inchworm his way. Threw yep. the snow away from him, but Zuko picks him up and he's like, "You look like an idiot right now!" <laughs> yeah, immediately, like he he recovered from the air blast and went and got him. Hey, right this is away. stupid. This is not going to work. I've gotcha. Mm-hmm. You'll never split up Anko. <laughs> not on my watch. Oh no, it's less fun now. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Uh, just in time, in flies Appa, carrying the team. Uh, Katara hops down, and Zuko says, Care for a rematch? And Katara's like, Huh, good one! And blocks his fireball, and then raises him high up into the air on a tall pillar of ice, and then slams him into the ground, knocking him out cold. Real cool. Very good moves. Um, I like it. <laughs> I don't know, it just, it, it just seems so, like... Is it, be, it must be because of the full moon. It has to be, yeah. right? There's no other explanation for how she went from last episode to this one. We do. I mean, she did technically win the last fight when it was nighttime. <sighs> yes. And that's then also as soon true, as yeah. it became day, he almost kind of like sucker punched her mm-hmm. and knocked her out. But now with the full power of the full moon behind her, she's like. Yeah, this is only going to last a second, and then it does only last a second. Yeah, I think that's fair. It's good. She uh, She's coming into her own here. Mm-hmm. Um, Sokka cuts Aang free, and they all get on Oppa's back. Uh, but Aang looks to Zuko's unconscious body in the snow, and he's like, we can't just leave him here. If we leave him here, he's going to die. Yeah. Which is uh, true. Which. What is true and is like Aang's nature. It doesn't matter who it is. Like no way would he ever leave someone behind. Yeah, Aang doesn't kill. No, Aang is the Batman of the (laughs) Avatar universe. (laughs) Yeah, that is fair. He'll break plenty of bones, but he'll never cross that line. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sokka seems cool with the idea of Zuko dying but Aang drags him on board and they fly away much to Sokka's chagrin yeah Sokka says like let's save the guy who's always trying to kill us um yeah I don't think Zuko's ever done anything to actively try to kill any of them I don't know he attacks them with fire he does but then like once he has Aang he's always just like peacing out he's like all right bye I got him (laughs) <laughs> that's just kind of carrying where carrying him where he needs to. Yeah, go. I don't think he's ever actually tried to kill anyone. Um, that's a fair point. He is a thorn in their side, but like not yeah. actively like evil, like a Zhao. Yeah, but also, I guess from Zuko's perspective, he doesn't. He It's hard to see that when you're getting fireballs thrown at you. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, so that's I can totally see fair. It. But as as an observer, I was like, I don't know that he's ever actually tried to kill you. Maybe not a fair point. Yeah. Um, We focus on the koi fish circling each other in the pond. But then a hand reaches down and grabs the white fish and stuffs it in a bag. Yeah. And here's Zhao. He has an evil smile as the moon behind him in the sky Turns a blood red. Yeah, we're going full Dark Souls now. Here it is. Now, now <laughs> here is Michael Ash himself. <laughs> in the flesh. <laughs> um, The entire world now is bathed in a red light. And with this, the waterbenders lose their bending ability. Entirely. Completely, They can't yeah. do the damn thing. Anymore. I thought that was wild because mm-hmm. uh, I understood that the moon obviously makes them stronger when it's out. And when it's full, it's even more. Uh, but I, I was not under the impression that the moon was their power entirely. Yeah, it's interesting. UA has a line in the last episode where like the moon was the original water bender. <sighs> You're right. Yeah, that's true. So like if this is where the source was, like cutting off that source has cut it off from yep. all who those who can do They sh- it. they shut the tap. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The wells run dry. <laughs> yep, yep. Okay. All right, no, nope, that's fair. I had forgotten about that line. Um and I was I was surprised to see like, oh, they can't do shit without the moon. No. They're done. Like their attacks like all the water they were even holding just like falls to the floor. Mm-hmm. So this is catastrophic for them. Uh, Yue grabs at her head. She says, I feel faint. Mm-hmm. Here we go. She got a case of the vapors. <laughs> oh, oh, my. Ang <laughs> recognizes that the moon spirit is in trouble. Uh, to which Yue says, I owe the moon spirit my life. Uh-huh. And like they got they got this shit right in the movie mostly, yes, didn't they, Brendan? Yes, yes. This this is all stuff that I knew. Okay. This is things that we had talked about in the past, so. Mm-hmm. It seemed like the spoiler story spoiler moments that you were confident that you knew, we're going to talk about in these next couple minutes. Yes, yep. I'm glad we're finally here. We're finally there. And then that's pretty much it. And that's the end of it. And what's you'll be happy to know there's a shitload more of them to go. Over oh, the next yeah. Two seasons. Other than this, all I know is who his trainers are. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. It's fine. UA um, describes how when she was born, she was very weak and was going to die. And her father prayed to the spirits and brought her to the spirit oasis. Mm -hmm. And they placed her in the water and her dark hair turned white. And then she opened her eyes and started to cry and they knew she was going to be okay. Yeah, you ever see the movie Tangled? Yes. Same plot. Pretty much, yes. (laughs) Actually, now that you mention it, Yeah, that's what's going on here. Tangled totally ripped off Avatar The Last Airbender. Tangled's got some kick-ass songs in it, though. (laughs) Does it? I've actually never seen it. (laughs) Oh. Hold on got you good, you fucker. What conversation are we having here? (laughs) I just know about the... (laughs) She was dying as a baby and her hair turned blonde and can heal people. You entered the Disney arena. There's no backing (laughs) out now when it comes to me. I'm wearing my Disney shirt right now everything i know about tangled i learned from kingdom hearts oh okay well now i'm starting to get the picture of of where your (laughs) knowledge is coming from i should have known i should have known. you should have known i don't know how you didn't put that together right away look we both fucked up tonight okay (laughs) can we both admit defeat and move on uh no i don't feel like i lost in any way the songs are really good Uh, i believe that there's uh At last I see the light, I think is how that song goes. Could be. And then, uh, when will my life begin? Oh, yeah, teen angst. Oh, she's all locked away by Mother Gothel. Do you really want to get into this here, Brendan? Yeah, let's. (laughs) Tell me about Sora. Sora. Uh, so Sora shows up. No, 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 no. You're not allowed to actually tell me about Sora until you finally <laughs> deliver what we've all been waiting ah, for. God damn it's so hard. There's so much. I can't help you. I'm totally hands off. I don't know where to start. Email in. Where do I start explaining Kingdom Hearts? Gotta recap at gmail.com. Give Brendan some idea of what he should talk about. Do we start with the first game? Kingdom Hearts. Do we start with Union Cross? Where I don't do we even start? know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. You will. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh yeah, she describes the plot of Tangled to everyone. They sing the songs together. Um I had read that originally Yue was supposed to have dark hair, mm-hmm. uh, but Aaron Ehaas, who's like the lead writer on this show outside of those two creators, uh, he made the call for her to have white hair to tie her closer to the moon. Okay, Um, I don't know. Just a fun fact. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Like like, how, like how the Hulk was supposed to be gray, but there was a printing error, (laughs) and now he's green and sometimes red. I don't really understand that. And Kirby was supposed to be gray, but it didn't look good on the boxes. Instead, he was green when you saw him on the screen originally. Yeah, and they made him pink for (laughs) whatever reason. I'm also not comfortable calling Kirby a he. I have never put much thought into it. Yeah, yeah. Let's. You know what? Probably I'm gonna ke- I'm gonna keep to go doing down. it. I'm just gonna keep doing it. Easier that way, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's let's g- table that. Fine with me. Table that. We'll get back to it. We will get back to it. I will find. I will find evidence of people calling Kirby a <laughs> Yeah, I'll find some evidence between those legs. <laughs> what legs? Those little. Yeah, those little stubby <laughs> shoes that, that Kirby has wears. Feet. <laughs> Does Kirby wear shoes? Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, no. What have we done? This is a disaster. (laughs) Let's get back to Avatar. There's no time. There's no time for this. (laughs) Uh, Beneath the red moon, Zhao brags about having become a legend, he says. Yeah. Zhao has completely gone off the deep end and is showing that he's in this for like legacy Mm -hmm. and to be remembered throughout history. That's, that's what this is really all about for him. It's what it's always been about. Zhao's number one. Everyone will remember Zhao. Mm -hmm. He says they'll remember him for being the one to darken the moon. He says, which he did do. Yeah. Red is darker than moon color. Yes, (laughs) it is. (laughs) He says they'll call him Zhao the Conqueror, Zhao the Moonslayer, Zhao the Invincible. Yep, yep, yep. And then you know it has to happen anytime someone in any sort of media calls themselves Invincible. Turns out you're Vincible, my man. <laughs> Very Vincible. This would have been the time, though, for, like, Sokka off screen to be, like, more like Zhao the... Poop head. Oh, got him. Somebody could have made a little jab at him. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. They chose not to. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Missed opportunity. Um, Momo jumps on Zhao's head and causes some chaos. <laughs> I don't know. And we get a you fun know, thinking, Momo, Momo theme. Yeah. I really like the Momo theme that plays here. <laughs> it is good. Momo... The Momo theme. I think it probably is the classic Momo theme. I'd have to go back. This is to it. the first time I've really noticed it, I think. Okay. Um, but I, I it's really like liked it. Yeah. It's like synthesized, like horns. It's really good. It sounds terrible, but Momo is. That's is what I like about it. Chaos. It yeah. reminds me uh, of the annoying dog theme from Undertale, if you've ever experienced yes. that. Yes. It reminds me of that. <laughs> I can see the similarities between the two characters. Yeah. That's fair. Who's this uh who's the Sans of the Avatar of the Last Airbender universe? Probably Sokka. Okay. Yeah. Probably have to be Sokka. It's too bad, but I understand where you're coming from. Are we gonna do this? We want to do all the characters or no, are we no, stopping absolutely. at Sans? No, that's all we Oh no, Sans. Oh no, no, I'm sorry, I was thinking Papyrus. Sans would be um Zuko. Uh that's better. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking the other skeleton. <laughs> We're always thinking of the other skeleton. <laughs> uh we don't have to do any more. Okay. Um <laughs> I'm ready if you want bonus to. Bonus episode. Probably bonus <laughs> episode. We'll cover that. Um, Aang, Katara, and Sokka arrive in the oasis ready to fight, and Zhao's like don't fuck around with me. And he holds his fist up to that bag ready to strike the moon spirit fish. And they're all like, whoa, 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 slow down. He's going to punch that fish. I'm going to flick this fish and it's going to annoy the heck out of it. <laughs> Sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> You're going to do that in front of us? Oh, no, no, no. We're all standing here. Yeah. <laughs> Look, that's just between you and God. I'm Well, you know. There's a time and place. Oh, man. I want to change uh, my answer. Iro is Sans. <laughs> thanks for it. clearing That's that. That's it. Final answer. Don't get into it any further. We'll just. Don't email agree me. With you. <laughs> yeah. Don't email recap at gmail.com. We already figured it out. Yeah. We got it. We got it. It's settled. It's my destiny to destroy the moon and the water tribe. Destroying the moon won't hurt just the Water Tribe. It will hurt everyone, including you. Without the moon, everything would fall out of balance. You have no idea what kind of chaos that would unleash on the world. He is right, Zhao. General Byro, why am I not surprised to discover your treachery? I'm no traitor, Zhao. The Fire Nation needs the moon, too. We all depend on the balance. Whatever you do to that spirit, I'll unleash on you tenfold. Let it go now. Iroh kicks ass in this episode and every episode, but especially this one. Iro has never sounded more serious in his life. He is that, not bluffing. No, he's he's absolutely not, as we will see. As we will find out. He's like, you, you fuck with the homies, you're <laughs> yeah. fucking with me. Zhao fucks around. And all his men find out. You're going to find out by my fiery hand. (laughs) Yeah. Iroh is pissed off. uh, And Zhao is furious that he's being cornered like this, but his face softens and he heeds their advice and lowers down and releases that fish back into the pond. And the sky returns to normal. Mm -hmm. But his face quivers And with a mighty yell, he karate chops a bolt of fire into the pond. Hell yeah, he does. Everyone watches in horror as the moon fully disappears from the sky. And then the world goes completely black and white. It's fucking cool. Oh my God. The black and white is so good. The moon is gone. Yeah. It's he killed the moon. He fucking did it. (laughs) It's so cool. This this whole sequence, the everything that happens in black and white is so cool. Yeah, it's really awesome. Um, <clears throat> the only thing in this scene that's not black and white is uh that girl whose name I can't remember. Her eyes. Yue. Yue. Uh that's not the only thing that's not black and white in this scene, Brendan. Uh, true to his word, Iroh rushes ah, in yes, yes. and unleashes just a violent. Flurry of fireballs. Yes, and the the fire is colored. Also, the lighting that the fire casts is colored. This is also true. It's very cool. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's a really good scene. Uh, he sends Zhao's men flying in all directions, and Zhao kind of realizes he's like in over his head mm-hmm. here. Uh, and he runs away in the chaos. Uh, We can also see that Prince Zuko has escaped during all of this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Iro dispatches the rest of his men and they look at the pond to see the fish lying belly up with a massive cut across its body. The fish is dead. Mm -hmm. He did it. Just as he said he would. Yeah. He wasn't fucking around. He fucking did the damn thing. Good for him. I'll remember him for that for yeah. all of time. <laughs> He'll be the guy, the Moonslayer. Invincible. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> not really sure that proves that he's invincible, but. Uh... We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what he can do. Uh, everyone is despondent. Uh, Yue cries out, It's over. And Aang closes his eyes and bows his head. And then. In a thousand voices, he says, no, it's not over. Fucking rad. This episode goes so hard. I always like the times when Aang enters the Avatar state and then it seems like every single Avatar that has ever existed is speaking through his mouth. It's so cool. It is really awesome. So, uh, this is this is I think where the show shines for me is when they're doing their big epic moments. I think they fucking nail it. Yeah, I think it's a lot of like the downtime goofy bullshit that I don't care for as much. You can take or leave some of yeah. the things that they do in those moments, but that's like for sure. when they're when they're serious, I think they do a fucking great job. It's the world, the world that they've set up is like. So grand and so many Mm -hmm. things are capable so that when they do things that even in the context of the world are like big, huge, important moments, you're like, fuck, like they are really doing something here. Yeah, they fucking go for it. It's it's really good. I I like this pretty much from this point forward. I think the rest of the episode fucking slaps. Yeah, kicks ass. Not that it not that it hasn't been really good this whole episode, but. Like, the, the, this whole sequence of events from this point forward is, oh my god, the the best shit the show has done. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Uh, he steps into the knee-deep pond, and the ocean fish, its eyes start to glow, and then Aang sinks into the pond beneath him. Yeah, he does. <laughs> uh, and a blue light starts to shimmer Throughout the spirit oasis. And then we see that the light makes its way through the waters of the entire northern water tribe city. Mm -hmm. And a wave rolls from the water and up from the wave, a massive figure starts to rise. Yeah. (laughs) Big fish monster. It's some good shit. (laughs) Aang is floating in like a watery bubble. And raises his arms as it's revealed he's encased inside of a massive fish spirit kaiju. Yep, yep. It's fucking rad. He's piloting this big boy. (laughs) Yeah. He's in the Jaeger. I kind of... (laughs) Spoiled or teased last week that Aang wanted a Gundam to be granted to him by the spirit. <gasps> you did, oh! I and they kind said of that. they, they kind of that. did grant him a Gundam. They did that. <laughs> they say, "Go crazy out there, kid." Very good. Um, <laughs> it is yeah. This this fucking thing is cool as shit. <laughs> this big, huge, watery fish monster mm-hmm. that is like the ocean spirit like, getting revenge, like, hey, you killed my friend. Now I will kill all of you. Yeah. It starts to make its way into the city, and Paku and all of the waterbenders look up to this massive fish monster and then deeply bow before it. I really like this. Yeah, they're like, uh, the, the waterbenders are on one side of a canal and the firebenders are on the other, and the waterbenders all bow and the firebenders, like, point their spears at it. And it, like, (laughs) washes away the firebenders. Oh, yeah. This is an easy call. (laughs) Yeah. Just takes them right out. Yeah, it's really good. And I do also like the waterbenders realizing, like, what they're looking at. Yeah, they recognize it immediately. Yeah. Um, Show some reverence to one of these two great deities that controls, like, your entire way of life. Yeah. Fucking... (laughs) This scene is so cool. (laughs) It's good shit. Uh, Aang pilots the fish kaiju through the city, decimating Fire Nation troops as he goes. Um, Zhao is running away through the city, but a fireball flies out from behind him. Surprise, it's Prince Zuko. Yeah. Zuko's back in the fight. Zhao is surprised to see that he's even still alive. Mm -hmm. They hurl some attacks at each other. As Zhao does admit, yes, I did try to kill you once I learned you were the blue spirit. Mm -hmm. Zuko says, I had no choice but to act as the blue spirit and try to take the avatar from you. And Zhao says, you should have chosen to accept your failure. At least then you would have lived. Yeah. They're having a good argument here. Mm -hmm. And a good fight. They're dueling some more. Um... Back to the spirit oasis, Iroh solemnly lowers the dead moon spirit back into the pond, but he glances over at Yue, and he can kind of recognize something within her, and I think you're right, Brendan. It is her eyes are lit up. Her glowing blue eyes. (laughs) This is familiar to me. What else is blue? Actually, this was something that I I touched on earlier. Um, If he can tell... Is it just the blue eyes or is there something about being spirit touched? I'm going to call it uh, that is visible to other people who like it, like a takes one to know one kind of thing. Like I can see that you are also spirit touched in some way. I like that explanation a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole thing that happened with Katara and everyone seeing Aang like flying through the air really bothers me and put shit like that into question but yeah i maybe we don't have to read into that too i'm much. i'm willing to accept that ang turning into that light and going through the air was like something spirits can do but when they do they're visible to everyone like that explains shooting stars it's spirits moving or whatever like give it some something like that uh but just looking at somebody and recognizing that like oh you've y- you've been in contact with spirits like I can tell just by looking at you. I it probably is the blue eyes, but I want to think it's something more. I think what you said like takes one to know one yeah. is is a much better and more interesting explanation as to like how is able to pick up on that in mm-hmm. this this scene. Yeah, that's that's what I want to go with. Um there's really no evidence for that, but sure. That's 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 where I want to be. I like it more. Yeah, exactly. In any case, he wants this girl to die. (laughs) Yeah, he can uh, see an easy mark from a mile away. He's like, hey, want to die to do us all a solid? Yeah. And she realizes, the moon gave me life. Maybe I can give it back, she says. Mm -hmm. Sokka protests this and grabs her by the hand Says, I won't let you do this, but she says it's her duty to fulfill this role, and she breaks away from Sokka, Mm -hmm. and she puts her hands on the fish, and a light flashes from her hands into the fish's body, and when it subsides, Yue's eyes close, and she falls into Sokka's arms. She dies immediately. (laughs) She's immediately dead. (laughs) Usually in shows like this, when they do something like that, they get like a couple words or something. She literally gets a post-mortem scene with Sokka. She doesn't get to have like this little thing here. No, she's, she's dead. Full on dead. I'll talk to you when I'm dead, she says, and then she dies. Straight into Sokka's arbs. Yeah. I know that... I said I couldn't be with you, and this is why. I'm no longer alive. Yep. (laughs) Shit. Tough to make that relationship. I mean, I've heard of long-distance relationships, but she lives on the moon now? (laughs) Well, hold on. I don't know. (laughs) I'm not really clear what becomes of her. (laughs) Maybe they can make some pottery together sometime. I don't know. I've seen it happen mm-hmm. before, but only once. <laughs> Another timeless reference <laughs> for our audience. Yeah, let me get my, my Rolodex out to uh, <laughs> see if I can find where that <laughs> reference lies with me. Uh, meanwhile, Aang's spirit fish monster has worked its way into the ocean beyond the wall of the city. Um, it rises up and just cuts through steel ships like butter it kind of before it does that it pushes two of them just like <laughs> just shoves them and they just go launching out into the sea <laughs> forever they wrap their yeah. way all the way around the other side of the earth <laughs> i thought that was a really fun move Grand Grand watches them like fly by the South Pole. <laughs> like, wow, those things are really moving. Oh, I wish we got like a quick cutaway shot to her and then them flying in the air. What's going on with Grand Grand? <laughs> Hope everyone's doing OK, she says, and then it just cuts quickly right back. <laughs> um, Yeah, he's like carving through these ships and summons a massive wave and washes away like all the ships at once, sending them almost like certainly to their watery graves oh yeah oh yeah he killed everyone aboard all those ships he kills so many people in this moment <laughs> shitload yeah although i guess if we're being fair like it's really the ocean spirit that's kind of killing all these people <laughs> yep right now. uh and and co did refer to them as life and death and I have uh, to assume in this moment that the ocean is yeah. dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. The ocean's well, coming for all actually, of us. Actually, I think that's that's doubly confirmed by the moon spirit having given you a life. Mm. So I think I think that is the dynamic. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some death being caused. Yeah, here. so they pissed off death, which was a huge mistake. <laughs> And now, Because Dep- here he is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm back, baby. <laughs> uh, you mess with the bowl, you get the watery horns. Yeah. You mess with the fish, you get the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> you get the nibbled toes. <laughs> <laughs> you get the just kind of like bumping into your ankles. Yeah, and it yeah, just kind of yeah. makes you like a little bit uncomfortable. Something rubbing on your leg while you're walking around. <laughs> it's not really going to do anything to you, but you kind of go like, ugh. You jump, you go, ah, something touched me. (laughs) How terrible for these uh, firebenders, (laughs) huh? Um, Sokka holds Yue's lifeless body, but then her body fades away out of his arms and the fish starts to glow. Uh, Iroh places it back into the pond and it's alive now and swimming around. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the entire pond lights up, and from it rises the spectral figure of Princess Yue. Yeah. She's in, like, full Shrine Maiden kind of gear. Flowing white dress and, like, Mm -hmm. her white hair, like, flapping all around her. Yeah, for sure. She's become very heavenly now. Yeah, well, because she's a ghost. I'm not really clear Wait, actually... Yeah, is, is she the the moon spirit now? So z- this is the thing. Uh, le- let's read this next part. She lowers herself to Sokka and she says, I'll always be with you. And her spirit holds his face and gives him one last kiss before she fades away completely. I think it's also their first kiss. Is it? No, they've kissed before. Oh, we saw another one? Okay. Um, When she admitted that she was... Uh, engaged, she gave him a kiss and said why it was so wrong because she was engaged. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's so wrong, but it feels so right. But it feels really right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Turns out it was wrong. Yep. (laughs) They'll never be together. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, she fades away as she's kissing him. And as she does, they look up to the sky and then the moon reappears in the sky. So it does lead me to believe that like, ua like is the moon yeah i had read it uh until now i had read it as she gave her life to resurrect the moon spirit but 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 now it seems that no she became the moon spirit i think so okay yep okay that makes sense tough break huh Yeah. yeah You. although what a fucking story that sokka has now like you know i i macked with the moon spirit hey you see that thing up in the sky i hit that i hit that shit <laughs> <laughs> oh we both had the same terrible terrible <laughs> thing to say <laughs> uh great. but he can forever brag that he did yeah what shit. a what a what a great story nobody's got a better story I know, yeah. What a, a romance! A romance <laughs> as old as time. <laughs> I really love the moon. Yeah, well, the moon used to love me, if you know what I mean. Hey, uh, good for him. I guess that's good. Although, <laughs> yeah. also, I don't know. Maybe not so good. It's also super tragic. <laughs> yeah, it also sucks really bad for everybody. He brags now. about it and then goes ha, 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 and starts crying. <laughs> 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 How could you ever look at the moon again? (laughs) Um, Seeing that the moon is restored, the ocean spirit delivers Aang back to land, and he fades from the Avatar state and collapses in exhaustion. So his mighty effort is done. The fish kaiju is no more, and Brendan is sad. not quite. Uh, This is true, this is true. One more act. That is, uh, yeah, not the end of the conflict. Um, Zuko and Zhao are still dramatically battling each other in the city streets. Uh, Zuko ferociously knocks Zhao over, and as Zhao looks up, he's absolutely mortified to see that the moon is in the night sky. Mm -hmm. He's like, what did I do all of this for? God damn it. Now nobody will remember me. Uh, Oh, yeah. The guy who killed the moon for like 30 seconds. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Seems like the moon was invincible after all. (laughs) As for you, TBD. (laughs) Uh, They're standing on a bridge and from beneath them, tall pillars of that shimmering blue ocean spirit water rise up and they ensnare Zhao. Mm hmm. They form like a gigantic hand around him. This shit is gnarly. Yeah, fucking cool. It's also, terrifying. kind of a cop out, but cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a little bit. <laughs> I'll give it to him. They, they've earned it. The ocean is pissed. At <laughs> yeah. Still, they know who is responsible for what happened here, you know. His, the the ocean spirit's buddy is now, you know, feeling a little bit better, but like, mm-hmm. we can't let this action go uh, without, you know, someone paying the price. Yeah. Um, it forms a hand around and starts pulling him towards the water below, and he fights against it as hard as he can to resist. And Zuko runs to him and reaches out. And says to Zhao, take my hand. Yeah, so Zuko's trying to save him. Even in the end, yeah, Zuko, just as Aang would not do to Zuko in the snowy wastelands, Zuko's like, well, I'm not going to let this guy die. Yeah, maybe they're more alike than he thought. Oh, I don't think that's likely. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. I think they're extremely different people who will never get along. Yeah, no, you're probably right. I think so. Um, Zhao kind of looks desperately at Zuko for a minute and like considers taking that offer, but then pulls his own hand back and actually grabs onto the spirit monster's like fingers, <laughs> and his panicked face turns into a vicious scowl, and the hand pulls him down. Into the water to his watery grave. Yep. Rip in peace, Admiral Zhao. I mean, I don't know, Brendan. Why? Why did he make this choice? Well, pride. Foolish pride. Too pride. Yeah. Too, too pride. Yeah. Too pride. <laughs> yeah, I would, say, I would say he couldn't admit that he needed Zuko's help. Um, Didn't want to have to owe it to him. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um he saw himself as above Zuko. I think actually he was jealous of Zuko Mm. for Zuko's inherent position in the hierarchy. Even though Zuko had been exiled, he was trying to get back. He was trying to do the thing he needed to do. And Zhao was always trying to fight him against that. Zhao's only, only reason for going after the avatar as hard as he did was because he knew Zuko was actively doing it as well. Yes. Yes. So I think it was a chip on his shoulder uh, that eventually shattered him completely. (laughs) More than just a chip, it it ran through the whole damn body. Yep, yep. So that's what I would say. Um, He did earnestly try to reach out for Zuko's hand, though, for like a brief moment. I think, yeah, like humanity kind of settling in and him being like, ah, I got to find a way out and then realizing what that meant. Mm-hmm. Like, what his his saving by Zuko's hand would, like, mean. And and again, yeah, just like you said, the pride yeah. and, and all that kind of I, took over. I also kind of feel, though, the way I read this scene was that he he did want Zuko's help, but he kind of realized that Zuko wasn't going to even be able to help him. Yeah. So rather than get Zuko involved, it could, like... You can read it I think you can read it two ways. I think you can read it either he didn't want Zuko's help or he did want Zuko's help but he didn't want to drag Zuko down with him. Once he realized like there's no way this kid's going to be able to save me if I take his hand he's coming down with me. I have to think that's the least likely. Oh, maybe that's the way I read it though, honestly. Uh all three times I read it that way. The way that he looks at Zuko when he makes the choice, because he makes a choice. Well, that could also be like the kind of thing where like he doesn't want to burden Zuko with the guilt. So he's like, I have to make it seem like I hate him before I die so that he doesn't feel guilty for letting me die. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I I don't know that Zhao has that in had that in him i guess maybe not maybe not but i you know having this discussion now i think that's kind of a cool like dynamic uh kind of a cool what's i'm i'm not finding the word i want um but like it's cool that that they they made it so that we could both think very different things about the way he was feeling yeah do you know what i mean it is yeah it's it's like a moment where we can sit here and ponder yeah, like, what what outweighed Zhao's desire to live? Yeah, yeah. It's a, you could write a four hour YouTube documentary about <laughs> Zhao's final thoughts, like the what was running through his mind at this moment. You know what? I bet you someone out there probably has. <laughs> they might have. I might look for it after this. Well, how about you don't look for that? and <laughs> I do. And if I find something, I'll send it your way. All right, fine. That's never let me have fake. any fun. No, no. Grand suffer. Gran. <laughs> suffer in it. <laughs> uh day breaks and the fight is over. Brendan, the water tribe is saved. Hell yeah, we did it. Go team. Nice job everybody. You did it. All it took was the the death of a spirit and their p- princess? Yes. We'll call her a princess. She is a princess. She is a princess. Yeah, that's, they said she's that. a princess. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's all it took. And that guy. And then the guy. <laughs> who got thrown guy. overboard. The other guy, his face has vanished from the tribe. <laughs> Whose name is not important enough for me to remember. Doesn't matter anymore. He's Han. 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 Yes. That's correct. Got it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Han is now... So low on the bottom of the ocean. There you go. Oh god. Hell yeah. That Fuck. sucks. <laughs> that sucks. We've been recording for so long. I can't this is a long do these episode. Kinds of things anymore. <laughs> it's all right. It's it, it, it. It's a good one. It has yeah. to be. There's no other way. Um, Paku speaks to Katara and says he's going to take a team to the South Pole to try to rebuild. The Southern Water Tribe. Yeah, I mean, like, cool. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> sure, I mean, yeah. They need it. Yeah, they do, yeah. I don't know, it feels kind of shitty to me. Like, oh, yeah, well, now that now that uh, you guys came and, and fucking helped us with something we didn't even know we needed help with, I guess. Like, maybe we could, like, throw you guys a bone and, like, head down there, I guess. Fucking shit. You had your whole life to do that, Paku. Are you really only going down there just to see Grand Grand one more time? Oh, that's what it is. Oh, I didn't. Even, I actually didn't even put that together. But you're so fucking right, and it's that makes be... me even angrier about it. Look, the old man is just horny. He he's wants to get his to see, dick you know, wet. Yeah, he's just trying to get one more, last one in, one good one in before he goes. You didn't think it would be so difficult for a waterbender to get their dick wet? <laughs> yes. Hey, oh, I think it would be impossible to keep the damn thing dry. <laughs> but little did we know. Uh, this is a nightmare of a discussion. Let's move on. Uh, Katara says that Aang still needs waterbending training and Paku says then he better get used to calling you Master Katara. Yeah, Yeah. which seems a bit unearned, but fine. (laughs) No, no, it's not premature. She knows what she's doing. She's a waterbending master now after however long we've been here. A small amount of time. A week. (laughs) It's fine. Katara's a master. If Paku says it, then it is that way. <laughs> sure. Um, Sokka and the chief stare at the moon together, and the chief says he had a vision uh, of UA or, or of a young woman like becoming the moon or some bull. I don't. You don't even know <laughs> some stupid shit. He knew. He knew this was going to happen. Is basically yeah. what he's saying. And Sokka's like, "Oh, you must be so proud." He says, "So proud." And sad. It is sad. Yeah. I thought that was a bit of a weird delivery. Yes, very proud. And sad. <laughs> like, you don't know, seem like, that sad. You know. It sounds like you added that to like, because you felt like you needed to. Seems like maybe the chief like wanted this to happen on. He's <laughs> yeah. like putting the steps in motion to make sure that his daughter <laughs> became. him and <laughs> He wanted that same story Sokka has. Yeah, See that? Yeah. See that? That's my daughter. That's my daughter. (laughs) People are like, oh, my daughter, she just got a job down at like the university. Oh, well, (laughs) my daughter's the fucking moon. Yeah. Get at me. You'll see her every night. (laughs) I'm very proud of her and sad. (laughs) And said, I almost forgot the sad, but I'm also sad still. (laughs) Um, Iro and Zuko are sailing away on a little raft that they've cobbled together. Uh, Iro's surprised that Zuko isn't chasing after the Avatar, but Zuko just says, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Understandably so. Yeah. Iro puts his hand on his shoulder and he says, You should rest. A man needs his rest. Mm-hmm. You're a man now, Zuko. You've killed, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, kind of. You can just tell everyone that you killed Zhao. You don't have to tell them what really happened. <laughs> Nobody will ever know. No. We'll keep this between you and the ocean spirit. Mm-hmm. Aang Katara and Sokka and Momo and Appa all kind of embrace and stare up at the moon in the early morning sky. And there's a long way to go on their journey, but, Brendan, they've helped save the world here today. Hell Yeah ready to face whatever may come to them in season two of this show. Whatever obstacle is next. Whatever kind of kooky villains are going to face them soon hereafter. I wonder who it will be. Guess what? We got one final scene to help <gasps> set that up. Oh shit. I think I skipped this. You shouldn't have turned the show off. <laughs> I, just, I just once I saw the moon, I was like, that's it. And I shut the TV off three times in a row. <laughs> every every damn time. <laughs> Man, I love how they saved the day. Let's (laughs) watch something else. Let's not let them spoil that in any way. (laughs) No, no, not at all. We're taken into the Fire Lord's chambers. Mm -hmm. Fire Lord Ozai is sitting obscured in his fiery throne, as we've seen before. Yep. So dramatic. It's way overkill. Yeah, he's got a flair for the theatric. A a literal flair. Yeah, you see what I did there? Oh, God, let's end this episode, (laughs) up. There's a teenage girl kneeling before him. Iroh is a traitor, and your brother Zuko is a failure. I have a task for you. Ooh. What could it be? Spooky and ominous. Mm -hmm. We don't really know who this person is just yet but we know that it's Zuko's sister. (laughs) Yep. Who we've heard a little bit about in this episode. A little bit, yeah. She stares dead into the camera as the evil theme of the Fire Nation loudly plays, and we dread what will come next for us in season two of this television show. Oh, shit. Yep, 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 yep. The Siege of the North part to the season finale of season one of Avatar The Last Airbender. Brendan, who we've been going for a long time on this one. Yeah, um, I don't you don't even have to ask. This is the the, this is the best episode, I think, so far. (laughs) This episode fucking rocked. I think I might agree with you. There's so much. I mean, oh, God, if you even want to go like through action items that happen here, there's like. Aang's spirit world stuff, which includes Ko, the face stealer. Yeah. Zuko's monologue, which I think is really great and interesting. There's like the full moon stuff with the waterbenders fighting. Yeah. Everything with Zhao and then what happens from there on with the fish killing the fish and then the ocean spirit Aang piloting that that whole ensuing thing and then... Zuko and Zhao's like final stand god damn this is a packed episode I think they they could have taken any one of the acts from this episode and stretched it into an entire episode on its own Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm glad they didn't I think the pacing was really good Um, yeah like a lot happens but it doesn't feel rushed um and it didn't ever feel like while when I was watching it (laughs) multiple times I never felt like oh this feels like really short or anything like it 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 all worked really well. What's nice is that they did spend like the first half of the finale, but not only that, but like the previous episode when we had gotten to the Northern Water Tribe. Like they spent a lot of time in those episodes kind of giving us Mm -hmm. backstories and context and reason to care about the the plot lines that were to be wrapped up in this episode. Yeah. So like they gave us a lot of that stuff. So even if a lot of those like we could even measure how much screen time like each of those storylines actually get in this episode but the fact that they set them up for so long and those other ones like they can they can kind of get through them here and make everything feel impactful and every single one of those storylines felt very impactful in yes, this episode yep. for sure. A lot of huge development from um all of the major characters I would say. Yeah everyone everyone moved forward in some way um i think the stuff with iroh is very cool i like to see him stick up for like what he really believes in um and to hear about some crazy spirit world shit that Man, he did i want to know more about that i do and then but like as i think about it knowing like what happened during the development of this show i have this worry that i will never find out like, it's something that they had planned, but like, maybe we don't ever get it. But maybe that's also better because it adds yeah. like, it just leaves that air of mystery to it the entire but, time. Yeah. That's the kind of thing, though, that I would have to see how they, how it, I have to see the rest of it. I'd have to know what they do with the character of Iroh to know if it's okay leaving that just kind of on the table. Sure. Well, I, I don't want yeah. to comment on that. No, and that's that's fine. Uh, that's something that I'm looking forward to. But I also have this like deep fear that I will never know anything more about it. It's OK. You're going to you're going to know more about Iroh. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I ex- yeah. It. Um is the best. The giant fish monster was cool as shit. The black and white scenes were fucking rad. That whole sequence was really cool and like really artistically Delivered in like a very interesting way in a way that I feel like the show doesn't do a lot of times. I feel like the most artistic is that with like the way the characters move because of like their different martial arts abilities, but... Like they they went for a thing there by like darkening, like putting everything under the blood red sky Mm -hmm. and then even further darkening it once the moon is gone. Doing the two entire scene color shifts was really cool. Speaking of, though, the uh, the way characters move, did you notice that when Ang first appears in the spirit world, the frame rate seems to be halved? I didn't notice his movements are jerkier than they normally are. Like when Weird. he's standing up from the from the lolly I was like, it looks like we got half the frames that we normally have. The spirit world is a wild, kooky place, Brendan. We've discussed this. Yeah. And I mean, like if that's an artistic decision to like make the spirit world run at, <laughs> I don't know what a TV show runs at fucking 10 frames per second. The spirit world has slowdown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's fine. I, but i it, it stuck out to me only when he was standing up so like sure. maybe it was lag on my end but i don't know how that would happen <laughs> every time um yeah everything in the spirit world the whole co the face dealer scene is like mm-hmm. incredible i love getting these kinds of characters yes uh, yeah on this show like if we're going to have spirits and like ancient beings of like untold immeasurable power, like, he's literally an old one. Like yes, he, he. They say he's the oldest or one of the oldest spirits. Mm-hmm. Like he's literally an elder god. This fucking guy. Yeah, that is exactly what he is. And for Aang to like face him and like stand his ground and and. Have that conversation. That whole scene was just like absolutely incredible. Yeah. um, Great episode. Um, Really strong send off for the first season. For sure. Uh, Yeah. No, I was fucking hyped. And we've got threads to pull going into season two here, Brendan. Are there any threads to pull that you're kind of interested in exploring Um, a little bit? I mean, obviously, there's everything with. Zuko's sister you know that is very much set up as like a cliffhanger thing at at this point I'm still just kind of like riding high on this the ending that is this I haven't given much thought to where it goes from here sure Uh, I'm not even positive what book two is must be earth Mm. right I don't Uh, remember the cycle I don't (laughs) don't remember the cycle (laughs) We'll find out um but but uh I, yeah I don't know I haven't even too much thought of it um I was very excited to learn that my theory that Zhao was the villain for the season was correct yeah uh that's that's how it felt <laughs> and that paid off and that's fine there's there's nothing wrong with that I think that's totally fine way to structure the show um but I was very like I felt very validated like. Hell yeah, or vindicated. I don't know what fucking word I want to use. You called it. You're right. You uh, recognized that his arc was being set up to like raise him up and up and up and then crash him down yeah. so we can yep. build something and else. And then move up on to the next would. person. We yeah, have to keep bringing else. more threatening people in. Yeah. Uh, Zhao was just the uh, Vegeta of <laughs> yes. yeah. this show. And then... <laughs> Zuko's sister will be the hmm. Come on who's after Vegeta Uh, fr- Frieza Yeah, if we skip over the Ginyu force it would be Frieza. Oh fuck the Ginyu. Yeah, no, of course No, what do you mean fuck the Ginyu force get out of here? <laughs> I'm not saying fuck the Ginyu force, but I'm not saying that the Ginyu force is like one of the big bads of that television show I kind of disagree Oh, we're never going to agree on this. All right, that's fine. We don't have to. Anyway, Frieza works. <laughs> I love the Ginyu Force. Don't get me wrong here. We have to talk. Okay, well, I know we've been going long, but we have to talk about this now. <laughs> uh, no, we simply don't have the time. No. Um. Yeah, Zuko's sister is Frieza. Uh, we can all agree on this. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes the Fire Lord like Majin Boo. It would I have know. to be Boo if we're gonna if if he's how they end the show. It has to be Boo. Oh, he does uh turn Zuko into candy. It's really fucked up. Maybe then if we're doing that, if we're making him boo, we would have to make Zuko's sister Cell. I know. Well, we're gonna have to find some other people along the way, huh? Yeah. But if we're gonna go for the three main villains, it would have to be Vegeta Cell or or Zhao was (laughs) Fruza fuck look what you did (laughs) i will be willing to accept that zhao is frieza we can okay we can do this we'll settle there yep perfect do you want to go into more who are the androids oh we don't have time i don't know yet i haven't gotten we will find it the androids are coming soon (laughs) um okay look that was it's a phenomenal episode yes yep absolutely your favorite episode of the season. Uh I probably yeah, would spoilers for the uh for the season ranking. Whoops. <laughs> um, I mean it's hard not to be when we just talked about it as much as we did. Yeah. Um no. We uh we loved it, and that definitely will be coming uh high on our lists when we do that season ranking thing, which will be, I guess, next week's episode. I don't know we're done with season one we'll we'll delve into more of that soon but as far as just this episode on its own huge thumbs up all the way around what a way to what a way to send it off yeah great great wrap up for the season they crushed it uh and we loved it Mm -hmm. and we can't wait to see what's next exactly yep agreed Got a recap at gmail.com. Reach out to us and let us know your thoughts on this finale of season one. Any other episodes in season one, any thoughts on this show in general. And hey, yeah, with that uh, season recap episode coming up. Yeah, let us know what your favorite episodes of the season, your least favorite episodes of the season. Any thoughts that you do have on this first Avatar season. We would love to read those on the show uh, that makes those season recap episodes even better. So definitely send in your opinions and we'll uh, we'll be happy to share them here on the air. Yeah. Fucking do it. Go ahead and do that. Go ahead and also send those at Got to Recap on social media. We would love to hear from you all there. Head to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Drop us a five-star review of the show. That would be extremely helpful for us as we move on into season two of Avatar The Last Airbender. Thanks for taking some time to drop us a review. Thank you. Thank you. Indeed. Uh, Look, Brendan, this has been a long, long record, but as we both said, worth it. Mm -hmm. A lot to say about this one. This episode justified the length of our episode, so I, yeah. I I don't think we can sit here and feel too bad about it, and probably a lot more that could have been said, probably a lot more that will be said. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like sometimes with with this show, I, I'm enjoying it, but I feel like sometimes I don't have a lot to say, so I feel yeah. kind of low energy on our recordings, but, but this episode fucking got me amped. I was pumped to do this one. It speaks a lot to what they did here. Yeah, yeah. So let's I'm hope glad. they can keep it up. Let's keep that high energy rolling as we move into season two. But after the recap episode, I don't know. I'm and maybe relieved. the movie and then some other things. It's, you know, it's going to be it's going <laughs> to be a little bit, a little bit. It's going to be a little bit of time. We got some stuff to do. But in any case, we'll see you next week for the season recap of season one. Thank you all so much for listening. Goodbye. Bye.